with another cyber psycho. Yeah, we are. To be honest, out of all the ones we've done so far, I think this might be the one I dislike the most. Yeah, I Ooh. can agree with that. Like, it's weird, like, because we have Stephen Port, right? And Stephen Port, you could mock him. Like, there's sort of a funniness to some of Stephen Port's actions. He was such a dumb idiot that you couldn't understand how he was getting, getting away with it, you know? Yeah, the fact, or, the fact they got away with four. Yeah, exactly. And then you've got, and then we've got, you know, we did Columbine, and there's a part of Columbine where you just think, if at some point someone had stepped in, this could have been prevented. You can kind of see this. This was a guy who did something, what we're going to talk about today, is a guy who didn't do anything premeditated. He didn't plan on any of it. He had no history of violence. Uh, people were shocked to find out he'd done the crimes he did. He had no mental illness that we know of. He that liked we know to, he of, liked, yeah. Well, he liked to sort of pretend, and we'll get into that, his online persona and whatever else. Oh, yeah. But he'd never been, no doctor had said, he's ill. No, no family no. member had said, he's ill. Yeah. And then one night, he decided he was going to do what he did. Yeah. And then over the course of the next several days, he tried to obfuscate from that. And then when he was finally caught, he decided, I'm going to be an edgy cunt. Yeah. And there's something about this crime that makes it different to the other ones because... It's almost like the others almost had to happen because of the way the people were, right? The way their personalities were, eventually they were going to fucking do something. With this, it's sense it's utterly fucking senseless. Yeah. It's almost like a cunt. He couldn't take rejection and he just goes for it. Right? Yep. So today we are talking about, there's a couple of names for him. I'm going to say one and I'll let you guys say one of the others. So sometimes he's known as the Horrorcore Killer and other times it's the Farmville Murderer. Yeah. He had his online name, his rapper name, which was... Psycho Sam. And then his real name... Richard. (laughs) Richard. Richard Samuel McCroskey. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking... Old Dicky. So he had a couple of different personas, different names. And, you know, like, just a fucking bellend of a guy. Yeah. Just a complete fucking bellend. The thing is, as well, he was just weird. He was very weird. Everything that's been said. It, I don't oh. know if you pick up I find everything that he had that was you know like you get them people they're just like I'm they go from being normal one day and then suddenly they're edgy yeah right and they're edgy for no reason they've just sort of gone I'm going to use the n-word from now on oh, uh, yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean I'm going to dress in fucking skulls from now on and I'm going to fucking listen to ICP from now on and everyone's met someone like that it's just like a sudden change and they just start Acting like 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 they've listened to too much fucking Eminem, and they just sort of take on this persona. Yeah, this is what this guy is. He's one of them, just someone who went from doughboy to edgelord overnight. <laughs> you know, he hey he was a caterpillar caterpillar who became a butterfly. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> but fuck a fly butterfly like, ever. Yeah. <laughs> so I get the easiest thing to do, I suppose, we start with before. Because how to handle this? Normally, you can just follow the timeline. Yeah, but you kind of need to. But talk you need about to the talk about a little bit. His background. Yeah. Yeah. We need yeah. to talk about his background. So, I would say the best part of his background to start about is his school life, because he didn't have a happy school life. I mean, that is the only thing I can kind of pick up pick up on where there was some element, a bit like with Luca, got bullied at school, but it was never 
Like people weren't beating him up. Do you know what I mean? They're no, just calling. He, he was teased and harassed for his weight and the fact that he's you fat ginger cunt. Yeah, and that, it, yeah. It, was, it was that you know. But like I got, yeah, he's described as a fucking loner, which that pretty you, you only got to look at him to fucking realise that he kind of you can see yep. he's a bit of a fucking loner. Yep. He reminds me of. Uh, do you ever remember uh, Copper Cab, the guy YouTuber Yoga Gingers? Oh, uh, gingers have yeah. souls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He reminds me of that. He reminds me of him. <laughs> I mean, that guy's fucking mental as well. He is. His fucking YouTube videos are insane. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so we've got like a kid at school who doesn't. He's I want again. It's not like he's dysfunctional. He's not the kid who gets his knob out in class. No, he's not the kid who's making little fires in the back or the one who's getting caught smoking. No, he's just quiet. Won't and say boo to a goose sort won't, of thing. Won't, yeah, won't say boo to a goose, and then but doesn't go out of his way to interact with people at all. Didn't have any mates. Didn't have none of that. And being a pale, pasty, fat little ginger kid. In the mid two thousand, he he he's getting picked he, he's up. He's definitely right? getting picked up. And oh, if yeah, you he don't, was, he was the punching bag of his classroom. Sort yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, not it, not a physical punching bag, but he would have been the butt. The butt of, of all the jokes. He was yeah. of jokes, but yeah. it was never anything like truly horrible. Being oh, he wasn't. It wasn't like they fucking held him upside down and dunked his head in the toilet and flushed it. Or you yeah, know, they, they weren't doing they weren't doing shit like that to him. By the sounds of it, it was literally he was just you know he yeah he's picked on. And I I had a thing here from a former classmate, a quote here that says that they didn't actually dislike him. He was a loner. No one hated him. No one was like, I fucking hate this cunt and I'm going to bully him when he comes into school. They they would just, he would come in and they just sort of go, hey, ginger cunt, hey, like, and that's he, it. Like, because he never fought back or anything like that, which is usually gen- tends to be the case with a bully, yeah. is if you, if you continue to do nothing, yeah. then you are literally going to be the punching bag. As soon as you stand up for yourself, most of those guys back down, they, yeah. they, then, they, then you have the respect come yeah. there. And it's this, the same person that, that had that quote also said that he wasn't the biggest target in school. No. There were kids who got it way, way worse than he did. He was yeah. kind of like, you just see him and go, hey, weird cunt. Like, it would just be like, as he walks past, he'd get some. It was never one kid constantly targeting him yeah. or group. Con- it was like the jocks constantly beat him up, doing his... It was never his locker and all that sort of yeah. stuff. It was just, Other kids yeah. were getting that. He wasn't getting that. Yeah, he yeah. was just getting teased and called ginger. Reality is pretty lucky, really. Yeah. You think well, about in, it. in certain how bad it can be, you got to fucking lightly, really. Yeah. yeah. For, for for being for being like a target for that sort of stuff. Yeah. That's he got the he got the he got the easy going of that. And yeah. then you have to have his home life, right? Which, unlike many of these people, his home life wasn't bad. His parents split up much later. That was the same with Randy. His parents' home life yeah. wasn't bad either. The, the parents there. were there. Um, they looked after him. He had a, yep. he had a sister. Had a sister, who sister to, even today, him. she can't understand why he did what he did, yeah. the sister. Uh, he was loved by his family. His family weren't going, you little ginger cunt. Like, no. they, they loved him, but he was like a little mouse. Like He did like to just be on his own and be in his room. And um, Nothing wrong with that. No, but... We all like that. A lot of kids would lock themselves in the room, and this is the thing, and I guess this is the difference between, like, say, us and him, one of the differences anyway, is he wasn't locking himself in his room listening to music or video games or anything like that. He was just sort of on his own. He was stewing. Yeah, he was just sort of on his own. Like, he wasn't... Because he didn't like music. So, again, one of the quotes, this is from his sister, was the mum would play music in the house, and he hated it. He, hit, yeah. he said all forms of music. I hate all forms of music. So maybe you could see that because I sometimes you meet someone though. You ever met someone who I don't listen to music? Yeah, I, and I've that, gone. I've never understood that. Yeah, yeah. I almost find it an insult. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, what do you mean you don't listen yeah. to fucking music? Like music, music is one of those things where it's like a universal language, right? No matter yeah. what I, la- language you speak, you can enjoy music. Right? I work with a guy. I think you can. I work with a guy. 
worked with him a couple of times, but years ago he told me, he listens to the radio and he doesn't think they should play music. He says, the radio's not for music. I was like, what the hell, what? Do, you, what the hell do you even mean? He's like, yeah, they just, they, he's like, they should just be talking. They should well, that's be playing, a podcast, they should mate. Play that's music. a podcast, yeah. yeah. But back then, podcasts yeah. weren't, podcasts were still kind of low on the on the on the spectrum of uh, of entertainment yeah i suppose but like now yeah it'd be fine but yeah he literally's like yeah i don't know why like it's, i don't know why they bother playing songs on this I'm, radio station I'm i was a... like what are you fucking you talking about i was like you don't like music or something but he was a dj what but he didn't want he didn't want to hear music <laughs> on, he didn't on. want to hear music he didn't want to hear music on the radio but he was a dj hold the fuck up yeah it's, that's it's, a very weird yeah mindset. mate it is a very it's a fucking weird one I, i've only ever met two people that said they don't like music and one was again a guy like you a guy i work with and I, this is back in the day when you walk around with your CD case, right? With all your fucking your slips walkman. in it. Yeah, yeah. Walkman, yeah. Right? And he go, I don't want to fuck you bother with that, right? Yeah. And I said, bother with what? And he went, that, that fucking music. He was a northern fellow. It was, it was, into, it was when I was at ITV. And I said, uh, oh, the music, I listened to it when I go, he was like, why, why do you want to drown out the world? And I said, no, I just like listening to music. He said, oh, I fucking hate music. And I said, you hate music? And he said, I can't stand it. So I've never heard a song gone. I like that. I want to hear it again. <laughs> and I'll do it in his voice. Never heard a fucking song. I go, I like that. I want to fucking hear that again. Oh all shit. I've never heard a song I like. They're all rubbish. And I, and that's how he spoke. And I'm like, I don't understand the logic. I said, really? You said, so if I played you a song, he went, don't play me a song. It pissed me off. Don't fucking play me one. And he used to, when we were in the uh, Carpenter's sounds, workshop. Sounds like a fucking psychopath. In the Carpenter's workshop, they used to have the radio on. Yeah. And he'd go in and turn it off. What? If he if he was working there and he'd walk past and hear it, he'd walk in, turn it off, and they'd go, "What the fuck are you doing?" He's like, "Third, I can turn that fucking racket off, oh, fuck," and he'd get like that over it. And I used to sit there and think there must be something mentally wrong with him to be averse yeah. to music. When we used to have bands on, he'd walk out the studio. Maybe he's got um, uh, what do you call it, tetanus? Oh, tinnitus. Tinnitus. Oh, sorry. yeah, yeah. And maybe that music, maybe it's that yeah, bad. Maybe it's that bad that it sets off. It sets it off for him. But he could have just said that. Yeah, oh, but he, probably didn't, he, probably, he probably didn't realize what it was. I mean, he's fucking stupid. Coming from someone with tinnitus, I'm going, no, because it helps you alleviate the problem. Like, because yeah. you drown it out, like. Yeah, because in my. Because you guys know I'm deaf in one ear. Like, I can't hear out of this side because of a stupid mistake I made, like, three, four years ago. <laughs> no, uh, no, three. He years. makes a few of these mistakes. He ends up getting slapped by drunk. someone. Yeah. It's weird. I know well, it's, become, it's becoming a reoccurring theme. I think, yeah. I, Actually, I, think, I think Tia needs to go fucking teetotal for a while. Maybe. He's some, that, what it is, he needs to know his limit. No, but I, the limits of this. Because he's, he's the worst. If he's around people who can drink more than him, I and he often it, is, yeah. he wants to play keep up. He, keep, do, he keeps I up, do. and then he gets wasted. And yeah. that, and that, and, and we'll be sitting there just like, "What's up with you?" He's like, "Yeah, fucking rare." We're like, "Fucking calm down, sunshine." Yeah, that's the drink, that's the problem. He keeps up with people. Drink it, you drink at your own pace, not at someone else's. No, I know, but that's not what my brain does. You know, former member of this podcast, Chris, another one. He'd go lobster ride. He'd sit there in a corner and just fucking like out of it. My my difference is. Mine difference is I get absolutely, you know, ball bagged, but I'll keep trying to go. I'll keep talking and I'll keep doing stuff. And fucking, hell, is that you were as ball bagged as me and Sam were fucking during during the, the Heaven's Gate episode? Uh, oh no, probably not. Because I I took it a bit easier that episode, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. You took you you. Were... He must have been about four, and we drunk yeah. fucking shit. Like we were shit faced. Yeah, and then I think then the next episode when we did the boogeyman one, you yeah you he were was and he was shit faced. Yeah. like What's up? We we do it ten points in, and you're just fucking bollocks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we roll with us the following week. Yeah, but then Sam yeah. Sam saw me on my birthday, and I was fucking I was gone by like six o'clock, something yeah. like that. And yeah. the thing is, I did I went the whole night. I went the whole night. I managed to make it until like 
two in the morning or something stupid. Didn't throw up once. And I, I, I there is a video of me on, at my birthday. Uh, a French guy filmed it because he was involved. And uh, <laughs> French guy was involved. Yeah, his name, his name was Theo. But did you smash him? No, I didn't. <laughs> he was trying. He was trying. He was trying. I've seen the videos. But um, essentially, uh, he's doing an interview of what I like and what I dislike about myself and like all this. And I'm fucked. <laughs> I am ball bag to shit. And I'm going, yeah, I fucking, uh, yeah, I, I like uh, my nose. And he's just like, oh, what do you like about your nose? And I went, bigger than me cock. See, look, every time people can stand it, by me. But seeing it was just, it's too, you do lead in. He's, what do you like about my nose? It's bigger than my cock. It's just an easy <laughs> fucking setup. Hold the fuck on. That's penis atrophy, and you know it. Stop it. Um, so the estrogen and soy milk is oh, going to. That's true. Um, anyway, yeah, no, you're right. I have a, I have a real issue with <laughs> keeping up. Well, no, but I keep up. I learning just, not I to get keep up. Not learning not to keep up. Yeah, 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 you just drink at your own pace. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah. But. <laughs> But this music thing, right? Like I was saying, like this guy, he he, he was angry about it. Yeah, bizarre. And then I met someone else. It was here. I know I don't like music. I don't I don't understand. I fucking hate when you put music on. And I said, "What do you listen to?" And he basically went, "If it's not video game music, I don't listen to it." I said, so "Oh, he does like he does like music then." So I said, "So you listen to video game music?" He went, "Well, yeah, when I'm playing the games." Like, so the bizarre. only time he would hear music is it's game. in a game if the music is in the game he's playing. Outside of playing video games or a movie or something, he doesn't listen to music. But it's not that he likes it. It's just that's the only time he hears it's music. Fair, yeah. And it's like, okay, okay. That's a fucking weird thing to where, say. Uh, yeah, where to go from here, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, like, I understand uh, naturists that are like, they like the sound of the world. Like, I understand that. Because, like, sometimes I'll be walking somewhere... They like, just... they like natural ambience. Yeah. That's, that's fine. Yeah, I understand like, that. Like, yeah. If I'm going on like a nature trail, if, if I go camping like I used to do, I, I don't like bringing music with me because it just means that I can like enjoy what's going on and fully like experience it. But like in my everyday life, I don't think I could go without music. There's certain things like traveling to work without music. Oh, yeah. It's a fucking... Mate, I can't even be at work like without listening to something. Yeah, my, my headphones are in pretty much from the minute I get to work to the minute I leave. Go, I mean, the day goes quicker if you got something on. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like, that's how alien it is to us, all three of us, mm. that this cunt doesn't like music. It's fucking. It's completely alien. Like I don't understand. Like, well, why don't you like it? Like, you, I've never heard anyone actually fully explain it. I just don't like it. It's that, do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. a weird. It's very weird. Yeah. And I wonder if there's something off, like there must be something off with them. Because music is like the recognition of rhythm, the recognition of music can be almost anything. And it's yeah. it's a big part of us music as humans. Music pretty much is everything. Yeah. It, I mean, we would communicate in music to some degree before we fully learnt to speak. Yeah. Like back in the day, it'd be drums or whatever, like cavemen and that. They would have little musical moments where they would do, like maybe it's ritualistic or whatever, but yeah. they were doing it to help convey their message. The idea that maybe that is where this guy's off, maybe that is where Richard is off, is because at this moment in time, he's sitting there in his room on his own, he won't listen to music, he doesn't like music, and there must be a switch in his head that makes him different to everyone else. Yeah. I mean, it does, but it does change. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, it's innately natural for cre like literally almost, I'd say every creature in the world has some way of signaling the same of its species. 
like except for some very like I don't know like fucking there's probably some one animal that doesn't get itself involved with other of its species but it's like I think they all have to to breed I mean, so they, like, all, they all have to, even lot, if it's just mating. Solitary animals. There's lots of solitary animals, but they go and mate. They still yeah. interact. Well, in even some... then, like a lot of solitary animals have warning signals as well. Like They have warning noises, or they've got territorial noises. This cat like, literally just used to go home and sit on his own. Was he not into video games or anything like that? Not that I can he find. Was... Not that I can find out. Yeah. No, it didn't seem like he was into anything. The, the only, only thing he liked was photography. But I don't. But that seems to have oh, come well, no, later. Yeah, but, no, but he was. A, he was also web designer. As and well. web designer. But that seems to have been after school. Yeah. Like after the school period, he got right. in. Once he actually did find out, he liked a type of music. Or yeah. I don't even know if he liked it or if he just fucking identified with it. Yeah. That's again. That's a. That could be a two things. He could identify with a scene. Or with a style of music more I, than enjoy I really, the music. I really, based on what I heard on, on some like some of the doing some of the research, I I actually think he was really into. It. I think he actually enjoyed the music for it. Yeah, he could have been. He could Which have it, been. Yeah, I mean, it, it would make sense because a lot of the research stuff that I've gone into, his dad was actually part of the band. He was a rock. He was a rock guitarist. Yeah. So th- th- that's which is so, what introduced him to like yeah. Metallica and yeah. ICP and stuff. Metal, like yeah, that. so basically, got him into the metal, the metal and stuff like that. Yeah, like his mum was Christian and the music the dad liked was never on in the house but when they were in the car but when they were in the car in and in the sister's words it was corn the dad put on corn and suddenly he was sat in the back and he went what's this and it it, yeah, it did so it changed him like if it, it's around that time I reckon the dad was listening to early early corn I'd yeah, imagine well, so very so, bassy very yeah, and also you listen to Jonathan Davis's lyrics very very dark like depressing sort of style because you know he, he, he sings about her like the fucking abuse he, he suffered as a child and i honestly think he probably connected with the darker side of the lyrics and stuff like that well i think that's definitely the case but the thing is like so trying to understand like okay corn they got songs like faggot they got songs like blind they got songs that are literally being bullied being beaten being sexually abused there's loads and loads of stuff like that now he had some abuse at school but nothing major. Yeah, nothing on the same. Was level. he internalizing that and making it way bigger than it was? Like way, way yeah, bigger. Like than if, if you're, if you're like this, this shy, reclusive person, and people are picking on you, it's very easy for what normal people and everybody else in Sram would see it as mild, like bants or bit picking on, so you know, mild bullying. If he's that meek and shy and everything, he could see it in his head and blow it up ten times worse than it actually was. That's he true, he, yeah. he could see it as a hell of a lot more worse, especially yeah. if he especially if he's that blind to everybody uh, the people that were actually properly bullied at that school. He probably never saw it, or if he did, he never he never registered it, and he thought he had it worse than everybody yeah. else. He could have just blown it up in his head, and you sit in your room. For hours on end doing nothing but stewing on it, you begin to make it worse and worse. It's always worse in your head than it actually was. That is true, yeah. Which, in in a way, it could have been a sign of anxiety or something. Something. It could have been a sign of that. But obviously, he was never diagnosed with anything. No, he was never Um, diagnosed. I think later on, I think when he was like, the time he was doing the crime, I think he may have been on some mild antidepressant or something, if I remember correctly, something. But... the but they fucking dish that shit out like candy. If you go into your doctors and say, I haven't been, I haven't been sleeping and uh, I fucking find it hard to motivate myself at work, they'll fucking slip you a satellite straight away. 
when they really, just fucking when, will. When really all you need is a lifestyle change. Yeah, you just need to fucking have a couple of medicinal yeah, wanks in the morning. And... Instead. I feel like this is the perfect opportunity to go through your therapy session. You two. I mean, do you want to play the therapist? Who, yeah, who's going to be, who's gonna be uh, young Richard? I'll be Richard. Go on. I'll be Richard. <laughs> Tim can be the nurse. Be the nurse. I'm she, 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 so every now and then the doctors will be like, get your meds and all that. Of course Tian's the nurse. Like, well, I fucking <laughs> would be in this. Like, ready to give me a sponge bath and shit. Well, hey, well, I'll get the gloves. Well, I fucking know you will. Well, welcome, Richard. Um, I'm Professor Hojo. And this is, this is, this is, this is Nurse Ratchet. And <laughs> we, we hear that... Uh, you sit in your room on your own, and uh, I, I mean, like, I like my own company. You, you masturbate. That's kind of sad. Furiously, furiously, furiously. Yeah, it's red. It's, it's red raw. Wow. So it's got no. It's got. It's, it's, some of the laser skin just come off of my hand. So how does it make you feel when the skin comes off? I like it. You like, you like it? Oh, he likes a bit of pain. He does. Yeah. He get, does. get your gloves out, Nurse. <laughs> no, I can't make the noise. <laughs> dry, dry your hands out. So uh, the friction's better. What, 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 what kind of things are you into? What, what do you like? Uh, 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 I like coat hangers and I like, you know. Come on, Ginge. Murder. You, you can talk to us. Coat hangers and what? Uh, uh, murder. Murder. You hear that, that mess? I, I fantasize about beating. Murder. I fantasize about beating people. Beat people as much as you beat your knob? Or? Uh, no, no, not as much as have you knob. Have you ever done it? Beating someone or beating my knob? Both. At the same time. Have, ever, have you ever felt like. I've seen working out an erection. Yeah, <laughs> get an erection. How how are you around? How are you around animals? I like cats. You like cats? You, are you, are you, do you just stroke them? Or are you? I like to stroke pussy. Yeah. Do you, have you ever done anything to these cats? What like fucked them? Yeah. No. No. Oh, that's good. Damn it. That's good. That's good. That's, um, yeah, maybe. So maybe. Uh, tell me about your mother. <laughs> oh, she's a bit of a she's a Christian freak. Freak. Oh, freak. Christian freak. Is yeah, that, is she, that how she, you associate Christian? She, she likes God. Richard. She likes God. She, she's always putting on preachy music, gospel. Gospel. How does oh. that make you feel? Like I'm being preached to. <laughs> <laughs> it's a preacher, man. I don't, I don't like it. You don't like you it? You don't like it. How about your dad? Dad listens to metal. Oh. How does that make you feel? I like it. You like it? You yeah. Like it. yeah. Okay. Uh, how, do you, how do you feel about graveyards? I like to take pictures and hang crosses upside down over Marines' graves. You like to fuck around in graveyards? Yeah. You got a girlfriend? No, no. Right. No girls would talk to me. Do you talk to underage girls online at all? Are they un- I don't know if they're underage. I just talk to girls online. Talk to girls online. What kind of girls are you into? Goth chicks. Goth chicks. Oh, big titty ones? Or? I don't mind. Goth you, chicks. Just goth. Oh. Just goth. Uh, what, what would you do if they rejected you? Oh, he's getting angry. He's oh, no, he's, I, he's getting I, I don't deal with rejection well. well. What would happen? Oh, my God. What would happen? He's getting very angry. Oh my God, I Nurse, get the injection out. No. <laughs> you wouldn't do anything, would you? Maybe. Maybe. Like what? I don't know. Beat off over their head. Uh, uh, I don't think we've got any injections for that. <laughs> <laughs> we got any injections for that. Okay, so um, I think we need to schedule another meeting. I think uh, we do. Quite a few. I don't know. What does he mean by beat off over the head? Does he mean it with an item or a wank? I'm trying is, this, to... is this while they're dead or alive? or? Yeah, what's happening? We're a bit confused. No one will know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, 
We're trying well, to help you out. What's here. what? What's making you do it? What? What's making you feel this way? Who made you do this? No one. No one. Oh God! You don't hear voices, do you? Or no. Yeah, I think we need to schedule another meeting uh, sh- down yeah. the line. Cool. Right. See you next Thursday. See ya. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> That's pretty much how it would have gone, I think. I think so, because he yeah. was just a fucking... Like, just weird. He, he was very performative. And this is this is where we start getting into stuff with him. Like, He went from this shy, mousy, fucking nerd. Yeah. Not even a nerd. I don't even know what to say. Just you meet. Sometimes you meet he just someone... Even he was just an awkward teen. Yeah. Just one of those fucking awkward guys. Doesn't know how to talk to people, probably. Doesn't say, you know, won't leave, probably the sort of guy wouldn't look you in the eye. No. Just very sheepish, very fucking meek, you know. Even, just, like, even meek people like this, though, tend to have some common ground yeah, with something. Yeah, it, it, it didn't come until his dad played no. him corn. I mean, this is literally when he found something that he went, oh, that's me. And then, obviously, then he found um, horrorcore. And yeah. then, but then, the, but that came through his dad as well. So his oh, dad really? had the ICP. album "Great Malenko" by ICP. Oh, so yeah, it was that album, yeah. And he, he what again? He wasn't allowed to play it in the house. So yeah, but surely he probably had a fucking stereo, put some headphones in, and away you go, away. Eh? Surely. So, so what I could go because again, What's the sometimes checking what you fucking listening. Sometimes to? details are sketchy on these things. Apparently, he used to go and sit in the car. Well, just listen to the stereo, or the radio, like, for the stereo. So he goes sitting. Very weird. But then he's replaced his room with going and sitting in dad's car, putting dad's CDs on from dad's little velvet booklet with his fucking yeah. CDs in mm-hmm. and listening to it. And he discovered, so he first he liked this corn stuff and then he sort of ditched that once he found ICP. Yeah. But once he found ICP, he started going online. Yeah. And he started looking up who are they. What are they? Watching their music videos. Then finding connections, like bands that are, that are the same style. Yeah, and, and local bands. And that's really where his life changed because he started realising that there, are, there were like six other kids in his local area yeah. who liked what he liked. So now he actually had friends. Yeah. Well, you know? Yeah. As, they were as, his friends. They I were mean, his yeah, friends. Yeah. As, as, back then, the idea of internet friends was something that people wouldn't really take kindly i guess really. no but what i don't see, know you, I, we all had internet i had so you you were mean, probably did, you were not, probably too young for myspace because myspace would localize the people you're talking the pe- people it was showing one you of the stuff. biggest shocks when doing research for this is that people were still using fucking myspace in 2009 yeah. <laughs> i thought it shut down i thought it was dead by that point but then see facebook launched in yeah. 2008 uh yeah to the to the public so, so it's only a year after facebook launched people were still on myspace in- well no actually facebook i think facebook became like when it was made in the uh for that university that Zuckerberg was at I think it was around 2005 2000 yeah about 2005 and it was localized to that area for like a year and then it then then he launched it worldwide so I think 2007 was literally when it because because I remember when yeah I remember when Facebook came out and people didn't really adopt it right but people's parents started using it that's the first thing I noticed your parents weren't on MySpace but your parents and your auntie were on fucking Facebook and then People started going to me, Facebook's better than MySpace. And I remember this conversation. Facebook's better. It might be about 2006, sometime like 2006, yeah, 2007. So apparently Facebook was officially made in 2004 while it was localized to the fellow Harvard college students. Yep. Um, uh, membership was initially limited to Harvard students and gradually expanding over well, North America. It was meant America. to be a dating 
like sort of like a year, like a yearbook. Imagine, and, yeah. So you can check up on people you used to know. Almost like, what was it called? Friends Reunited. It was yeah, almost like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it officially expanded to North American universities in 2006. Yep, and then uh, worldwide 2007. Oh, Yes, and then worldwide, 2007. So yeah, my first profile picture was 17th of July, 2007. So it it, it does <laughs> seem weird that people were still using MySpace back then, but Facebook had only been around for two years. Yeah, Facebook wasn't. A so thing. and I just I remember. I think some people just find it hard to believe because I think I think it's easy to think in the mind that Facebook's been around a hell of a lot longer than it actually yeah. has. But by 2010, Facebook was the number one. Yeah. Easily. Oh, easily. fuck yeah, yeah. Easily. It provided a lot more because MySpace, MySpace provided certain things, but it wasn't it wasn't really an amazing. Do you remember how good Facebook used to be? And I know, I know it's a bugbear of mine because Facebook just fucked me over constantly with reach and stuff, especially with this podcast. We're trying to fucking get stuff out there. They just dick you around. I remember when you'd go into your Facebook wall, and if your mate had posted a YouTube video, you could just play it in Facebook. Yep, just play it there and then. At no same ads, as Spotify, no it would just it would you just click it and the song would just play where it was. Yep. Right. And you and if you linked it to your Twitter, when you tweeted, it would just instantly appear on your Facebook wall. Yeah. Saying your tweet is here. And they ditched all that. And I think that's where they've gone wrong in today. It's like if I had an app, if I had a social media app that I could see all my different profiles in different places in one place, why would I I, I would use that? Would you have a list of local uh MILFs in the area for us on there? Or yeah. would, oh, would yeah, you yeah, yeah. Horny you would? Locals, oh, the horny, the lo- the horny local milfs. Oh god! You, you see the ads everywhere, man. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so it, corner, it, eh? so it does on paper. It does look weird that he was still on MySpace, but oh, reality, yeah, it's only good. two years I'm out. I'm pretty sure you know? if I went on my MySpace in 2009, my all my even my fucking background theme and everything. Because remember, you used to be able to copy and paste like a, a background. Yeah, you HTML. You type in a code and all yeah. that. So like one of my one was uh, it was a crow based one. Okay. So literally, like, I had like the fact that it was literally like it was raining on my profile and stuff oh, like that. Oh, I see. And then yeah, you I'd, your, I'd your, your type a negative one. Eh? I'd type a negative one. Yeah. And the the, the uh, heartbeat thing used to move. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. I'm I'm from a generation that yeah. never saw MySpace. Yeah. So it, I think it, it, it was really cool. I mean, I found so many fucking bands on MySpace. Yeah, loads, then. loads, small bands that ended up being big because people found well, them. Well, have MySpace. you ever heard of a band called In This Moment? No. Have you heard of them? Yeah. Yeah. So. They started off as a MySpace band. Okay. In like 2006, 2007, I think, maybe right. even earlier than that. And they added me. They were just adding loads of fucking people on MySpace. So I was like, oh, fuck it, I'll check it out. Mm. I liked it. And they're still going now. They're massive fucking now. Tian's probably not the only person that doesn't know how MySpace works. So it's probably a good idea to actually explain how it works. So you would have your profile, like Facebook. and all your, it de- just... all your details on it, you know, your standard information and shit like that. And it right. would it would be blank. Right, so your page would just everything would just be grey background, orange letters, whatever, right? Yeah. But you could go into it, and then you would have to type in like HTML font code oh, for I what? See. Oh, so you had to actually like you, well, almost you, you, web well, you design. Could just, you could just go to a website and, de- and uh, copy. You just copy and paste it into your into your edit. Oh, okay. And then literally, when you go onto your profile, that background is literally your background. And then on your profile, you could find another MySpace page, like for a band, and you find a song they like and. You copy over the link to it and paste it in your profile. Yeah. So when someone goes to your profile, that song plays. It just plays it. Yeah. So you oh, would, so you could so basically you, you could make you make your own playlist on your profile, yeah. and they could literally these songs would be yeah, listed on. Just play. That, that, that's, and that's, that's the stuff you're into. That's the stuff you're into. And you could have it where it auto played as soon as they went to your page, yeah. or they had to, you had to click it to yeah. do it. Holy shit, that's cool. But no, when it came so when cool. it came to suggesting friends and things like that. 
it was like you, you had like a radius one mile two mile yeah. three mile four mile or you could right. connect it up to your msn account i believe yeah you could actually add your friends oh, on MSN. msn and add your friends to Holy it right shit. and you could just make it global you find people but what you could do is you could slide it down to like three miles from where you live okay and then i'm pretty sure you could put interests in like I believe so. so goth emo Oh, like, yeah, and right, then it would okay. show you people in your area, right? So one mile away, these people, and you would just, and at that point, there was no air, like Golf now. Girl 2003 would pop up on your fucking. Yeah, and thing. and and at, nice. back then it was like the thing was to collect as many fucking friends as yeah, possible yeah. as well, right? Yeah. Gotta catch so, them all, MySpace friends. So you would yeah. just add all these fucking hot fucking chicks. A lot of them would be like want to be models and all sorts of shit, oh, right? Okay. You would find them everywhere and add them, and then you had this bit on it, it was called your top eight. Right. Where you'd have to, where you could arrange your friends. So your girl, you know, the girl you were going out with at the time, whoever you're going out with, they she's would, be, number would one. be your number one. Then like your closest mates would be like the oh, the rest of them, stuff like that. That's but then if you were single, you might put the bird you want to bang in like number eight. Just put her in there, just to, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just, like, and then slide, if she puts you in hers, if she puts you in hers, then you and and it would and it had like an instant messenger function as well, okay. so you could type messages back and forth. Yeah. And lots of local gigs and stuff would use it, and they would just ping everyone in that area to tell them where a gig is. Like right, yeah. it was, it was, it was basic as fuck because you had to, you had to know exactly the code, you or yeah. you had to go and copy and paste the code. Yeah. But this is how he learned to do basic haste to do yeah. web design yeah. was from editing his MySpace and working out. Well, he must have been a smart. Because everyone calls him thick and stupid. But for him to... He had a little business. It was sort of making him not a lot of money. But he was starting to trickle money in building these websites. Found a calling that he could could get stuck in. So So he managed to be smart enough to understand how this code works and custom design it. Whereas most people on MySpace, like Scott said, like with me, the typo negative one, I remember I found it, right? I found it. And then the heartbeat thing I found, it was a GIF and I had to make sure and you sit there doing it and it's like, it was at the bottom. No, I want it in the middle and you have to fuck around with it to get it to yeah. move to where you want it. Yeah. And that's how, and that's how it would work. Yeah, but, it, it would that, yeah. but he was figuring out to, how to find images himself online, animate them, make them do stuff, turn them into GIFs. Now GIFs easy, but fucking turning things into GIFs back then, you had to frame by frame, slow it all down on a, and then slide it all together into one. Yeah. So he was learning all that when that wasn't that popular and how we found these people online was literally like a lot of them were local yeah but a lot of them also were the bands that would come in and out of that local area every month or whatever and he just started developing french genuine friendships with them because all his videos that are still on youtube that you can go and look at most of them are just sitting around chatting shit and joking and laughing and yeah. kicking stuff and just being gobby kids drinking a beer or whatever smoking a joint yeah, you're you know? hanging out with your mates yeah. So, so he did actually end up like the internet for him became like his window to the entire world, yeah, because mm-hmm. he had no world before that. And I feel sorry in a way for him, and it's the only time I'm a, I will ever feel sorry for him in when we're discussing his crimes. Is there a point here that you guys think it could have not gone the way it went? Like, he found a bit of a calling, he's making a bit of money, he's made some friends. Could he have not turned into what he turned into? I think if he'd had a bit more confidence and self-esteem in himself, I think it could have been completely different. Yeah. It's the fact that he probably thought so little of himself, and then obviously we'll get into the murders and everything in a bit, but it often one of the things, one of the multiple uh, sources I found, it, they actually all talked about the same thing of what might have triggered him. 
And I reckon it's his own fucking security. I think so. Is it? Is is he had no belief in himself? Yeah, that he did it. I don't know. It's one of those ones where the crimes happen so suddenly. No warning signs. That's the thing. Normally with these cunts, you get a warning sign. With this guy, there was no like, unless you take the the musical interests as a warning sign, but. Ninety nine percent of cunts that listen to that don't go and murder someone, so yeah. it can't be that. It's not when they blame video games for stuff. Yep. You cannot blame video games because ninety nine percent of people play video games and they're don't copy it. Yeah, I mean, I think as much as I want to give this piece of shit some level of humanity, it's like no, no, he he did this on the dime of a coin. He did yeah. One thing went wrong, and all of a sudden. He just became this and fucking dis- monster. And, and he made this decision to himself. Like, he made a conscious decision to commit crimes yep. because something went wrong. And, you know, rejection's never good. No, it never feels not. good. But you don't need to kill people. No, though. it's not the end of the world, right? No, like, no, no. no. Not, but not. He, he, took that, he took that one bad thing... And turned it into something worse and then tried to get away with it. Yeah. That's that's irredeemable. I don't think anything could have changed that no. in the lead up. So we're, we're almost at the point where we're, we're, his story goes very quickly. Basically, he was a nerd. Uh, not even a nerd. That's not right to call him a nerd. He wasn't sitting there reading comics and no. fucking... No, definitely know, wasn't a nerd. Just a, fucking, just a loner. A loner. Bit of a loser. Bit of a loser, bit of a loner. So having these friends... And then they started like acting up a little bit. Like we, we spoke about when we did our little skit turning fucking crosses upside down. Like he films himself putting a cross upside down on a soldier's grave. But the way he's delivering that, he is not confident in what he's saying at all. Right? He he's trying like I said, trying he's trying to be fucking edgy, but he, he's just like and then a lightning bolt hit. And I, that's bullshit because it wasn't on the tape. He's just saying it. And lightning hit. We turn this upside down. It's Maybe that's a message from God. Because remember, he's mu- so he must believe God is real at this point. Well, his mother was a devout Christian. Yeah. There's no way that didn't rub off on him in a little bit. So rather than like be the edgy boys like, fuck this all, fuck all God, fuck that. He does think that they've done something blasphemous. He thinks that they've actually upset a, a supreme being, right? Yeah. But th- th- there's no smugness in it when he's saying it, right? He... he, he... <sighs> It's hard to pinpoint what is what he sounds like. He's sort of like, yeah, we we turn this cross upside down, and then the uh, we upset the guard because the lightning struck. And he's it's no confidence there at all. But you're confident enough to film yourself doing, doing it. it. Yeah, I I think it's herd mentality. So it's like he's, for, he's showing up for the people around him because they were more confident because the lot of the people that he was meeting up with were in horrible rap rappers and stuff that he was yeah. meeting up with well they're in that community and they're in that community but a lot of them were more outgoing because like you look at him outside of the baggy fucking clothes he's still had that stupid fucking hair yep. the lines down his fucking head like a fucking absolute Scared buffoon bowl cut. yeah yep and then and he had no you know like tattoos he did it's like He'd gone into this community. Every other cunt's piercing, green hair, this, uh, mohawks. And there's just this... They're little, alternative. Yeah, there's this little pasty ginger kid in baggy jeans and a fucking ICP t-shirt. Yeah, but, you're, yeah, but you get that. You do get that you one. Get you that. get that everywhere, yeah. But I almost feel like... It's weird because he was deeply into it because he made his own music. Like, he yes. made his own music. It's not very good. No, it's not very good. Uh, um, unfortunately, the... MySpace you can't, but you can find it on YouTube. Well, no, one, I didn't. I never actually heard of it. One of the one of the first uh, podcasts I didn't research research for for this. He, uh, the guy actually had um, satanic 
on the podcast actually talking about the events and everything like that, that and how crazy. and how and how he how, you know how the how he met um Mel and Emma yeah and you know the community and what they're called and what they did and stuff like that and he's yeah, yeah it. And none, none of them saw it coming either. The weird no. thing is that they're all, they're all obsessed with death and murder. Yeah, really. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, it's not... I, I love fucking horror films. I just watched that Terrifier 2 the other day. Love it. It's gory as fuck. It's dumb as fuck. Stupid acting. Like an 80s B-movie, but like over the top with, yeah. with gore. Because I saw the first one about two years ago, first Terrifier. Yeah, yeah. And I like that cheesy fucking just clown yeah, cutting I people just, up. I just watched the new Hellraiser a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and, and I like that stuff. Aesthetically, yeah, I like, well, i got fucking dumb shit on today. Yeah. It, i got a tattoo of fucking Chuck the Ripper on Yeah, it's so like, we are genuinely into that stuff. We like that stuff. But he, he liked that stuff, but he seems to just not fit like there seems to he, he's like the odd one out. You put some, you put a bunch of them in the lineup and say, right, which one of them likes fucking mur- like violence and murder? And they wouldn't pick him. He'd be the he'd be the first person they would kick out of the line, and he'd be the only one in the one that actually did like that. Yeah, shit. yeah. yeah. You would think he, he was the narrative. He, they they would look at him and think he just like jerking off to fucking his mum's knickers or something. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, he he, he does it. He didn't fit the narrative no. with this at all. No. No. He didn't get the memo of what you're supposed to actually be like. Yeah, yeah. So he he didn't fit the. Let's call it a uniform. He didn't wear the uniform that you expect people of that nature yeah. to do, yeah. but you could see he must—he must have wanted to, because he's wearing the same clothes as them. Like he's probably, he's probably a real tryhard for how he portrayed it. He probably was a bit OTT, a bit in your face about it when he was when he was chatting to people. But then he's also shy as fuck when he would meet people for the first time. Yeah, till he was settled in. But yeah, but you get you get people like that. You do. I, yeah, I, yeah, can, really be like, I can be like that. I can be like that at times when you meet someone new for the first time. You don't know what to say to them. Yeah. Until you find yeah. a common ground. That's fair. Yeah, not everyone's allowed cunt like me and Tian. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just true. I'll talk yeah. to any cunt. I will talk to anyone. It's just not a... I will, but I, at first, if it's someone new, I'll struggle to hold together a conversation because I don't know what to talk to them about yeah. until yeah. you find a common ground. Then, it'll, then, it, then, it, then it becomes a hell of a lot easier. I think, I think for me, is if, like, if I've got alcohol in my system, goddamn, I'll You're like me. You like taking over a room. Uh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly I, it. I, I, I like, if I go to a party, some, I like taking over the room. I yeah. like... I like everyone knowing I'm there. I do, it's not, it's not conscious choice either. I just do it. You it's know, a, I just a, fucking do it. It's one of those ones where, like, in your head, you go, either I can walk into that room, say nothing, and everyone forgets I'm there, or I walk into a room and every can't start an event or something, or be like, yo, let's get this going, or let's get this going, and then people think about that memory and go, yo, that motherfucker was there and it yeah. was good. I, I'm there. I walk in a room with a big fucking smile on my face and be like, hey, what's up? And I be, and I would just fucking go off to people and. and yeah. But I understand what Scott's saying. Not every time. If I'm just meeting my mates for a drink and a party, yeah, right. You just kind of want to. Chill then I just walk in, sit down, and fucking wait for my mates. But if if there's like a, a social gathering situation, I will be the loudest come there. Yeah, yeah. Much like this podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, fair. But he is social butterfly. Yeah. You know, he really is the social butterfly. He really is the odd one out. He he's the odd one out to a point. He's forgettable. Yeah. You know. And well, until now. Until now, but even then, you wouldn't pick him out. You still not, wouldn't not pick him out a lineup. No, not 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 at a party, not at a lineup. Nothing. Yeah. You would never ever look at this guy and go, "He's the one." No. If you if oh, you God, had no. no, if you had a group of horrorcore people in a lineup for a crime, 
and you looked at the majority of them, you would not. Yeah, think one's got fucking clown face paint on. The other one's yeah. got their fucking eyelids tattooed with eyes. When they close them, they got eyes on the other side. Like you that, know what I mean? That, 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 that is kind of cool. He's like, got, well, but that's I what I mean. Like but you're gonna sit there and go, "Who's the cunt who did the crime?" You'd be like, oh, "I wonder if it's the clown, the clown, the one with the eyes tattooed on his eyes." Uh, all the fucking piercings in the his face. The geezer with the fucking yep. metal face. Or, or the, the fat ginger kid. That the fat little ginger kid. Yeah. The, the fat ginger kid that hasn't showered in like four days. I mean, come on. It, it's kind of an easy answer at that point. Yeah. You instantly think it's going to be the somewhat One in the more nutty. Well, yeah, you would, you would, yeah, your mind would just go but to But that's, that's the general stereotype with things. Well, that's the whole thing. And it's always yeah. the one you least expect. But even, well, it's when you attract more attention to yourself, right? Yeah, exactly. But it's even just, down to two of the names of this case. The Psycho Sam Killer, right? Or the Horrorcore Killer. You instantly in your head go, oh, fuck, what's that? Psycho this guy Sam. must be metal as this guy is like fucking six foot, built like a brick shit house. Yeah. yeah. Wearing a fucking Jason <laughs> mask. Probably, probably, like... probably fucking skinhead. Couple of fucking, like, probably got his head tattooed. Yeah. <laughs> and then you see his first picture and you go, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what the fuck's this thing? <laughs> if I saw him in a bar, beat the shit out of him, you know? You would think, but then I think that would be the truth, right? Yeah. I think genuinely... If this was someone who ever got confronted by a male, oh, he'd, be, yeah. he'd be fucked. He's yeah, not. But, but at the same time, you look at how he did the murders. The yeah, was pussy fight. It was cowardly. Oh pussy fight. But absolute... we'll get we'll get to that because we're, we're pretty close. So he gets into this community. He gets into this this horrorcore community. He starts going to these gigs, going out of state to he go gets, to gigs. He gets in with um, Satanic. He, build, he, he builds his website for him, the Serial Killer Records website. He builds yeah. it for him. He wanted to get signed by him. Yeah, but he sent music. He sent music yeah, he to, yeah, to Satanic, and he literally told him bluntly. He goes, "Look, it's not good. It's enough. shit. Yeah. It's, it's crap, man. I don't literally pursue it as a hobby, but you'll never make any. You'll never make it anywhere with it." And this is a kid who could not. Could not stand out. He like, couldn't perform. No. He could not perform. He couldn't, even like at the gigs and stuff, it took him a while to let loose. But once he made friends, and especially after he was talking to Emma, he changed. But it's almost like a performance. He went from standing about nodding his head to leaping around and joining in with everyone. And I think there was a switch, there was someone to show off to. Yes. Yeah. There was a reason for him to not just stand there nodding his head. An audience he actually wanted. An audience he wanted, someone he wanted to notice him. Yeah. And even though they hadn't met, yeah, just the word of it or the videos that would go online and stuff like that. Because like, when he was with his mates in the videos he's filming, he's talking a lot. Yeah, he's comfortable. He's comfortable with them. Yeah, he's talking a lot. He's happy to make the stupid dick jokes and whatever else and fuck around and burn fucking crosses on the floor and whatever yeah. dumb, goofy shit he was up to. He was happy to do that around them. But the idea of doing it around strangers, but I guess maybe when he goes to these gigs, they're not strangers anymore. Like, no, that, that, that is the thing, though. You can, you, if you're doing this sort of shit around your friends, you know how they're going to react. Yeah. True. When you're doing it around strangers, you have no idea how they're going to take it. Not but then are way. they strange? Like, when you go to one of these horrorcore gigs and there's 100 people there, they're all the same as you, really. They're the same as your mates. Yeah, but they don't know that. You're, they don't you, know or that, in your yeah. head, you don't. that doesn't register. But once he started talking to the chick online, Tia... Yeah. Tell us a bit about the girl that he met. Emma Nettlesbrock, I think. Her that name was, was who he was chatting to. That's who he was like. That's yeah. who he was after. He was chatting to her for like a year online. Yeah. So he started talking to her when he was, when she was 15. Yeah, but they were introduced through um, Razagal and Satanic. Yeah. So they were obviously, they were all apostles doing stuff like street team stuff. And Razagal was chatting, was, was in contact with Emma and Mel quite often. And she introduced the two together. That's the online thing. They, she introduced them. 
Yeah, she introduced Emma and Mel together. Yes. And then... And then Satanic introduced Richard and, with the girls, and then Richard and Emma hit it off online. They were chatting, like, yeah. daily. Yeah, every day, texting, texting. chatting. Not I'm many not, phone I, calls. I don't, know, I don't know if they called I, each other, but they were definitely, like... You think they would have had an MSN by that point or something like that? They were yeah. done, they were done like you know online calls and like. But, you you say that, but then she was surprised by his appearance, which is which means that he never actually. Well, you know that kind of photos and stuff, but you can obfuscate that. Let's be honest, he was doing fat girl angle. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Chin up in the air like that. Yeah. Phone up high. Yeah, you know, like hide, that. Hiding the evidence. Loads of dark, <laughs> moody lighting. Shadows half across him and all that. He was yeah. doing all that. Yeah. Oh, he, was, he was hiding that he was just a, a chubby little ginger kid. He yeah. was hiding that. A lot of his photos were black and white. Right. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So he's almost like trying to hide who he was. And it, attack, and, and he'd do that sort of pouty lot, sort of like like pouty fucking yeah. stupid MySpace face that we used to call it. He'd do that. Yeah. And uh, he obviously had like this. You know, he had he, he created this online persona for himself. Yeah, and that's what he was portraying to Emma was yeah. this 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 complete this character posing with his knives. Yeah, with his fucking axe and a knife. Uh, it's all you know posing in a room and he he had like just pentagrams an, on the wall. Just being an edge Just being an edgy twat. And she, knowing liking the bands that she liked, right? Well, she was into metal, eh? and she and then she was into horrorcore as well. Yeah. And then randomly, NSYNC came up. Yeah, one of okay. her favourite bands was NSYNC. Yeah. Was well, that's understandable. Yeah. Who doesn't love JT? But she probably yeah. was like that before yeah. she found this stuff. And again, much like him, her family were... Dad was a pastor, so yeah. devoutly Christian. Uh, mother, parents, mother was a doctor. Yeah, mother was a doctor, okay. professor, yeah. So, And the weird thing with it as well, like four parents who are a professor, a doctor, psychiatrist even, and a pastor, they were so... I'm just happy she has friends. I'm just happy she's found something that she likes. Well, it was um, well, it was came up that her mother didn't understand the the draw for horrorcore, and they were going to therapy together so that she could understand and be involved in her daughter's interests. Yeah, but she didn't get it. She she didn't she didn't get the the, the, the genre. Which... But they were both happy that she had friends of because I imagine she might have been a bit of a loner and a loser. Small herself. little town like that. Yeah. She might have been. They may have been maybe one or two like kids that dressed like her. Everybody else would have been like fucking jocks and cheerleaders and all that sort of shit. But so, I, yeah. do, I do want to point out the age difference. She was 15 when he started talking to her. Yes, and yeah. he was... 19. Was he 19? Yeah. Yes, he was, yeah. So he has targeted an underage girl at this point. He's grooming her because it's a year. So in the UK, we would call that grooming, meeting a 15-year-old and chatting to him for a year. They turn 16 and then boom, you go, you want to go and have a go. You would li- you would say you're a groomer. It's not good. It's not good at all. I mean, there's so many like... He's such a simple human being, but he had so many complex issues that don't seem to add to this murder. Like I did not hear anyone say that he was a nonce or no, that he was... I never heard that brought up once. And it's like, well, she's 15. Yeah, but it's because people don't look... like They say, oh, yeah, they chatted together for, they chatted together for a year. Yeah. And obviously he... He thought he was under this impression that they were official and he was always calling her his girlfriend. But she would But she would never ever say that to anybody. No. They were just friends. But then so. when she would post on his MySpace, she would say, I miss you, baby. I love you, yeah, baby. Like, so it's fucking it's, it's, I don't I think they were I, there's a part of me that feels like they're covering what their relationship was. Maybe because what he did, they're like, Oh no, if we say she was into him. It's a crime of passion. Like 
it means that maybe he was slightly justified in his jealousy. Slight, but if they turn around and say she weren't into him and he took the wrong stick, now he's even more demonised in my mind. I was going to say, I don't think there's anything that justifies what he did at all. Not, not justifies what he did, but what I'm saying is, like, jealousy is a powerful thing. Oh, it is a powerful thing. Oh, fuck yeah. And, yeah. and if they were official... The big green-eyed right? monster. Yeah. If they were official, there is going to be a section of any audience fucking and we see him online who will say she deserved it there's going to be she messed up there's going to be that portion right? they'll be victim blaming all the time so rather than give any credence to that i think they were like oh no she the he, he was just it was all on him she never wanted him in that way which is i think that's, count, i think that is a lie i think it is as well yeah i think it's a counterpoint it's a counterpoint to the way she reacted upon seeing him and suddenly froze up is because the grotesqueness she was like <laughs> The Michelin man with the ginger weird haircuts turned up. Fucking Stay Puft Marshmallow yeah. Man. And she must have been like, hang on a minute, I ain't fucking this cunt. The thing is as well, all of the the crime cases do describe as him as a girlfriend murderer. Yeah. He well, is, yeah he, so they must have been together. He always said, even after the murders, never, he always like talked about as as they were going out. It was yeah. that she was his girlfriend, and they've never released any text. They've never the police have never released any of that stuff. Well, they didn't. They the plea deal. They didn't have to do any yeah, proper investigation. To, yeah. So literally, we there's loads of shit that we do not know. You only have to go on what these people in this community are saying. But part of me wonders: Are they protecting their community? Are they saying it because they, in their mind they're going, "Oh shit, she was 15." We introduced the cunts. Like, do we have to sit there and say that? Yeah. Is there a part of them that's just covering their own ass or covering the community's yeah, ass, true. or just trying to make the story not sound Quite so? So, did he actually know how old she was? He I don't have. know, but would I, I imagine you, so. Well, you know, with, the, with your online profile and your online persona, you can technically set whatever age you want. That's a so good question. He could, she could have, she might have been fifteen, but, but she, she could have said, said she seventeen, was 18. eighteen yes. on her profile. Yeah, so and, he and might not have known this. It's hard to tell when you see the pictures of her. Yeah, she could she pass for being older. She looked older because she wasn't just a teenage girl. She was a teenage girl with pink hair. Yeah, with fucking with piercings. She's not a girl couple of tattoos yeah. or whatever. Yeah, she looked older than she did. And the other girl, they looked the same age, but the other girl was 19 too. Yes. So So that's this 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 is the thing is did she lie? Did she, did she did she could not have. did she could have. Know yeah, we, we, we again because of the way because he took a plea, a lot of this stuff just doesn't get fucking brought up. Exactly. There was never a full investigation. But so they, yeah, so they, you know, they So calling him a nonce could be wrong. Correct. But, she probably didn't know how old she might not might not have known. Until we, until he got there, but then she was already sixteen by that point. So to him, it doesn't fucking matter. I mean, we don't know what the laws but in then, that state were either. Well, I mean, that too, because because a lot of the time people go America is eighteen, but it's literally like the minority of states is eighteen. A lot of them are sixteen, but that's besides the point. She's still fifteen, and even down a basic conversation, he's more equipped to manipulate her due to her age, and it's still grooming to me. So uh, her profile is still on MySpace. Both the, all, all of their profiles. Are yeah, still on but it doesn't list any of the details. <laughs> her, pro, her, her fucking MySpace name, Ragdoll Melanie. Yeah, yeah. Ragdoll Melanie. <laughs> and then Melanie Wells was fucking miss miss free abortion. That's a fucking, fucking weird. That's a dog. Going, going but it's part of what. But it's part of the fucking genre, oh, yeah. right? It's, part of the culture, it's like the picture of her is. wearing the t-shirt. It's like Razakel molested me. And he, he had one. The satanic molested me. He had one of those, right? I would say they were officially dating, but as online relationships go, how official are they? It, yeah, exactly. You know? It's not, it's not yeah. official for sure. But. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't find anything on the MySpace that lists her age. 
It's kind of hard now because the MySpace page is completely on. changed. Not, it's changed, yeah. The, the, ch the chances are they probably took down a lot of it, um, so it, it's kind of tough. He's he's not even in the connections from her, so someone's obviously gone on her MySpace and changed things, which is you know, it it's hard to say how she portrayed herself on this. Exactly. So you know, you never know that. That's just a, that's just an idea with that. But obviously, yeah. So we jump into that idea that yeah, they've been talking for a year. Mel her and Melanie are like best fucking friends. I'm not sure if they'd, if they'd met prior to to the festival or if they because she she was in they were in the same they, they lived in the same state they didn't they they were both from Virginia I think so they go they decide that they're all going to go to this this horrorcore festival called uh, Strictly for the Wicked and he is going to come fly over he's flying himself over from Cali yeah the parents will pick him up yeah so this is a, this is a, this is a fucking interesting thing that I just can't fathom for myself the pa um, Emma's parents who are at the time going through a divorce or they're separated. So he's the father's not living in the house. And he'd just gone through a divorce as well. Um, his pa um, uh, parents, Rich's divorced. parents had just gone. So yeah, so before we get, maybe that's how they started bonding because yeah, both of their families had just gone through a divorce yeah. and, and it's an well, easy thing for kids or teenagers to Emma's parents weren't share. divorced. They were just separated. Separated because the dad moved they, out. They were yeah. trying to work. I think they were trying to work stuff out because according to people, they were, they were a fucking great couple. Like they were, and they're very, like, you know, they, they joint parented very, very well. Yeah, yeah, They seem to be devout so, parents, happy happy family almost, yeah. yeah. So, this is what I never understood. And I mean, if, uh, even if, if I like, had kids of that age and one of my kids come up to me and she's like, oh, yeah, this this bloke who I've been chatting to online for years coming over to this festival, can he stay here? <laughs> I'd be like, the fuck, fuck no. Hell I don't yeah. know this cunt. So, he's not fucking staying here. But this parent, I think these parents were just trying but to be the mum, The mum, right? Being the she's come a criminal. On. She was like a social justice yeah. fucking professor and stuff but, like that. But in her mind, she must have been like, "This is we we want her to grow up adjusted and happy and healthy." And this is the kind of shit that kids resent parents for forever, right? This, it, do, does she then break the rules, sneak out, go meet him, and and I wonder, True. and they're yeah. like, "No, we'll take you. We'll get him. He can stay with us in our fucking house in a separate room, yeah. right? We we will." We, he got the guest room. Melanie got the couch in the lounge. Yeah. In the den. That's, that's like, pretty what the fuck, eh? Yeah, that's pretty fucked. So the parents agree to allow their 16-year-old daughter to have two friends, one age 90, uh, 20 and one age fucking 18. Yep. To stay with them in this house and that they would chauffeur, the po both parents would chauffeur them to the festival in Michigan to a stay over mm. and back again. That was that was the conditions that they were under. I'm not sure if the parents went into the festival or they just fucking loitered around for eight hours, or however long the festival was. I think I think they the parents had got a hotel or something. I think there was I, I remember something like that. The parents had right. stayed somewhere. No, they all stayed somewhere. The night they went the, when they went to the festival, they all had uh, stayed in a motel. Right. And then the next day was the festival, and the parents took them was going to take them home afterwards. Right. So they all stayed, and he stayed in a separate room. Yeah, fucking right. Please. But but what happened when he got off that plane? Oh, shit. he was expecting her to run, wrap her fucking arms around him, give yeah. him a kiss. He was probably going. I can imagine the kind. Of, he's getting off the plane. He's got boner in his pants. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, he's yeah. so fucking he's Aero, so hyped he's up. Aerosmith. I don't want to miss a thing. Yeah. He's fucking playing over the fucking speakers. He's <laughs> fucking slow motion. Is she slow motion running with her? You know, towards him, he's fucking. And and, and what really happens is he gets off. And she he walks out and she, and she just is like, "What the fuck is that? What the fuck? That's just funny. Who the fuck and is I this?" Bet, I bet. I bet. She. He walked up to her because he apparently is like he came in in 
like a black hoodie with the hood all the way up over. So it was like almost fucking impossible to really tell if it was him or not. And I reckon he's one of those cunts who didn't even look her in the eye when he said hello. Yeah, and yeah, because he would have been like, but I think he was. I don't know if he was that's because he was nervous or if he thought he was being cool. Do you know what I mean? He's like, I'm Batman. Like the cunt, like fucking pull his hood down, and he got up there in her face, and the mate was already there at this point as yeah. well. So they, she must have looked at him. Oh, geez, what the fuck is that? that that's fucking Psycho Sam. Yeah, this is the guy. Jesus Christ, and he's he's fucking nervous. He's fucking. And then he gets there, and then she's just like, "You're right." Like, don't listen, <laughs> that's what you got out of it. You're right. Jesus Christ. And then literally for that whole time, then she literally, like, the whole time that he was staying there, they just didn't speak. He stayed in his room in the guest room. She stayed in her bedroom. They barely interacted. Yeah. Yep. But then when they went to the festival, they, she saw a completely different side to him because he opened. He, he kind of he was in his element here, and he uh, he, he unwound. Yeah. A little bit, and she be- he became like you know. He apparently, knew all the fucking words. He was going nuts. Apparently, they even made out at the festival. There's a couple of conflicting stories. So the f- stories is they made out. Yeah. The other story is she was chatting to another geezer. None That's of that has I've been heard. confirmed. Yeah. Yes. Well, this is, we'll never know. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is like he when he gets to the festival and he knows people kind of know him there, and he doesn't have to stay in a room separated. And this is kind of his chance to, to be show, like to build. This is one Yo, fucking chance. This this is my one chance to actually show that I'm not this weirdo. I'm not this creep that you thought I was. Yes. <laughs> I mean, well, it turns out he was, but but to some degree, we've all kind of been there. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Right now, not at nineteen and twenty. No, like, no. but like, I remember we used to go at these local gigs when I was like fifteen, and there'd be girls there, and you'd be like, oh, I like her, and you just. You wouldn't know what to fucking say. Yeah. Right? And then you get a couple of drinks in, yeah? Oh, yeah. And you start fucking, I don't know, doing backflips or some dumb shit. Some stupid shit. Yeah, yeah. making a prick yeah. of yourself. You fucking break your nose. You fucking fall <laughs> over. Like, yeah. and then you kind of become a clown, almost, right? Yeah. And it works, but it doesn't work. To it doesn't work pants. to the, yeah, yeah. It doesn't work to like, what you're it, trying it, to do. It, work, it works to it. Like, Sometimes it does. I mean, every now and then. Every now and then it does. But so, so we've all been there. Like, I, <laughs> I, I remember this fucking one time. It's an embarrassing story. My mate Dave, he, he was a little bit better. He was better with women than me when I was fourteen, fifteen. Right. He just, he, he just didn't. It didn't bother him. No. Right. It just didn't bat an eyelid. Like he would, the way he would joke around with his mates, he could do that with girls. Yeah. Right? Whereas me at that age, I was a bit like, I would say the things I would say to my mates. It wouldn't work. Whereas, whereas he had this this way about him, my mate, where, where he would just naturally be able to make a joke, make make a statement he'd make to his friends, and girls would laugh at it. Okay. And and I remember me fourteen fifteen, we go to these gigs together, and there was this chick there called Emma, and he knew her, right? Mm. And she was one of them. She was like she was a goth chick. She was one of the ones who had them like fucking black goth ringlet, oh. ringlet fucking haircut, yeah. like a doll, like a fucking oh yeah yeah. And she was my age. And he said to me, look, she likes you. Oh, no. Recipe for bad shit here. So, so I'm there, and I'm nervous now. I wasn't nervous before. Yeah. Right? Now he's fucking told me I'm nervous. Before that, I was fine. So there was another girl there called Kate that I'd kissed a few times. So in okay. my mind, I was like, I'm just going to knock around with Kate, make her jealous. Right? I'm gonna... Okay, yeah, classic. This is my plan. Classic. So this girl, Kate, she's like, I'll come outside. So I'll go outside with her, and... Uh, <laughs> she pins me up against the wall she's fucking wanking me off and Here she's kissing me right so in my mind I've forgotten about this other girl I'm like, you know, and her car pulls up and it's her oh, fucking no. dad <laughs> yikes so it's her dad and 
she panics because she's got a hand down the front of my fucking trousers and she just knees me square in the bollocks. <laughs> I mean, smart. Pushes smart. me away yeah. and runs and jumps in her dad's yeah, car. But it was, it was that some fucking pervert. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> and and my, mate, my mate Dom come running over and he's like, what the fuck she do that for? And then my mate Pace, he was like, she's mental. She's mental. Because he, he went out of her for a little bit. He said, she's fucking nuts. Don't go near her. So then I'm sat there. She's not fucking nuts. She's kicking nuts. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So, then, so then I sat there on this like concrete outside. And I'm feeling fucking sorry for myself, right? Well, you got a sore dick. dick for no reason. One, yeah. one, one, minute, one minute you're getting pleasure. The next minute you're getting pain. It's like, pain, yeah. this is the weirdest BDSM shit you've yeah. ever seen. And then there's the girl, the girl Emma, the one that, that makes, she come out, she sat next to me. She's got a hand on my neck like that. <laughs> your, balls, oh, like, your, your balls ain't working today, <laughs> sunshine. Going to give you what? a massage. <laughs> and and oh, this is so Cock cringe. massage. This is so cringe. Here we right? go. <laughs> and she's like, oh, what happened with you that? She was like, but, you know, I like you this and the other. And I said, and this is, this is, this is going to make you guys laugh. I said, <laughs> I, I said, and just remember, we sat next to each other on the curb. She's got this like porcelain doll sort of look going on. Long crushed velvet dress down to her ankles, corset, cleavage out, big puppy dog brown eyes. She's pounding at me. <laughs> and I say, uh, I say, sorry, sorry about her. Sorry about all that. And I instantly make this weird Final Fantasy seven reference about cloud and how he's torn between two girls and i can't remember exactly what i said but i said something like something like that oh no with Arif and tifa i was 15 yeah, I... right? oh, and i don't know why i said it <laughs> I, and my mate dave my mate dave he looks at me and he's like and she says to me this girl says to me she goes what are you talking about? she doesn't even know what are you talking about and part of my soul just dies, right? Yeah. Like I'm sat there and I'm just sitting there thinking, I feel like I'm going to cry. I'm sat there going like, why the fuck did I say that? Why did I fucking say that? And I knew, and it's because I was trying to come up with something. I was trying to come up, what can I say? Oh, I'm torn between two women. Like, what, what the f but why would I even say that part? Like, like, because it just wasn't experienced enough. And I remember just sort of getting up and wandering off, right? Yeah. I, I felt a piece of my soul go when and I heard so that. So my, my my mate Dave, he, my mate my mate Dave, he steps in. He's like, "Let's get some shots, right? Straight okay, away, right. picks me up. Safe. We go and we do some shots." And I end up getting off with this girl later on in the night, okay, and, and going back to, going back to Dave's back. house and being all right with it. But it never left me that I said that. Yep. I never forgot I would've, I would've, that I made a fucking video game reference. I would have fucking loved it if, like, you maybe you slept with her that night, and then in the morning she just went, "Do you still feel like cloud strife?" <laughs> <laughs> it was more like a bust than that I mean, sword at this point. We've all had them. I mean, the. <laughs> The worst one I've ever had, and I mean, at the time, I was fucking... So I was, I, it was like, I was 14, I think. Yeah, I must have been 14. So I was still pretty, like, athletic, and I was doing a lot of school activities and whatever, so... Is this before the foreskin incident? Yes, actually, yeah, it was before the foreskin. Um, essentially, uh, at school, we had to pick who was doing events for our, you know, sports day or whatever. And I was quite confident. I could do most sports, no problem. So I, I did the I typical could do sports. Yeah, there were like I could, I could like my typical ones. I I got picked to do like me triple run, me jump, run, me run fast, me jump high. Yeah, like I did. Uh, I think that year I did hurdles. I did high jump. I did hopscotch. Hopscotch. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, no. Well, hopscotch is K- basically kiss chase um, that with the boys. Yeah. But then okay, uh, um, freeze tag. Yeah. But then it got to the point where everyone was like, "Who's going to do the 1.6 run?" What, 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 what's the time, Mister Wolf? <laughs> Listen, man, we weren't playing hide the sausage that year. Right? Um, Your fucking teacher probably was. Tommy Sticks. I mean, po- probably, yeah. My pastor definitely was. Um, but, uh, yeah, it got to us picking the 1.6 run. And no one, no one wanted to do that. No one fucking wanted to do the 1.6. So it all go- it goes a bit awkward because we're all in the same house. So we're like, someone's got to do it. And one of the girls that I liked, who wasn't particularly... Um, Athletic, I guess you could say. Uh, fat girl. She... So you like the fat girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, she she got voted to do it because she hadn't <laughs> done anything else. Uh, and I was sat there and I was like, oh, fuck. Um, I guess I'll do it as well. So I put, my, I put my hand up and I say that I'll do it. Fucking martyr. It gets, uh, it gets to the fucking day. And this girl's like, oh, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for, like, making this a little bit less embarrassing for me. And I was like, oh, shit. Do I have to run at the same speed as you now? Because obviously we're trying to win, right? <laughs> That's the whole point. We're trying to win this event. And I knew I could I could probably do it. So I'm, I'm sat there with this dilemma of she's telling me, oh, thank you so much for, like, you know, vouching for this. And I'm going in my head, fuck, don't I have to win this, though? I have to actually have. I have to actually win this. Yeah, it's fucking out. So we get leave, to the, leave her in your fucking dust, bud. So <laughs> we get to the start of the race, and she's going. She's like, "Oh yeah, um, if you just like keep up with me, because if you want to finish the race first, I'm not going to blame you. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine." And I'm like, "Okay." Cool. So I, I, yeah. I so tramples her as you kicks her in the back of the head. So hear me out. I'm I get I I I'm actually going to try and win. So I'm in the top four. Everyone you can hear everyone in the stands, they're going, Yeah, 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 keep going, keep going. So I get two laps in and I notice she's just finished her first lap. And everyone everyone's <laughs> oh, staring you lapped her. So everyone's staring at her and I'm going off. Oh, so I slow down. Oh, I'm in the top four. Fucking Martha. So I'm in the top four and I slow down and I just start jogging with her because I think oh. that's I, I think that's So like now you're patronizing her by slowing yeah. down. See that's the problem. <laughs> but I didn't register in my head that that was coming off bad. Like yeah, because buddy. I'd already done two you're ta- laps. You're taking the piss now. And we were on like we had two more laps to go and I could see that she was struggling, so I thought in my head, God, this must be so embarrassing. I'll just I'll run with her. She, in his she, mind, his, his mind's going, I need a hero. Yeah. It's like, fucking... So I, I get round to the third lap because we've done a lap together and I hear everyone in the crowd going, fucking boo, boo. <laughs> and I'm looking Run at... Run you fucking dickhead. And I'm looking at everyone and I'm like, what have I done wrong? I'm so sorry. And she's like, oh, just finish the race. Just finish the race. And now she doesn't like the fact that I've done this. Yeah. Even though in my head I'm going, I'm just trying to be nice. Yeah, that's your fucking problem, bud. So I lap her again and I'm in the final lap. Like last bit, and I crossed the line just after her. Oh, sorry, just before, just before her. Yeah, but she still got. And she still, still got, got another lap, lap to, to go. go. So I finished the race, and I'm in like the top ten or something. And then finally, she finishes this lap, and she comes up to me, and she's like, "I take it back. I fucking hate you." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh." You embarrassed the girl. And I went up to the stage to finally sit down after the event, and I just avoided her. And everyone's going, "Why the fuck did you ruin that race for us?" I was like. There's no winning here. <laughs> like, no, no, there was. You fucking you just, just keep you, going. You just do the race. She, she, the only reason she had to do that race 
was because she hadn't done anything else. Yeah, I know. You were already in it, so it's not yeah. for you to feel bad or to fucking hold yourself back for someone else. It was like it was like my fourteen-year-old autism going. Yeah, I'll be that guy. I'll be the good guy. F- when you're a kid, you're such a fucking dumb guy. I know. You really, right? are. like at the time, you think you know better than other people, but you just do the dumbest idiot. shit. Fourteen-year-olds are idiots. Oh yeah, easily the my most well, one of my most cringe moments. A hundred percent, especially involving a girl. The only other one that I can think of was my first house party, and Is that, that fucking Frank Sinatra regrets. I have a few. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. Because when I, I went to my first house party when I was 16, and I wasn't a popular person, but I was just popular enough because of my sports stuff. Because I, I did, like, rugby and softball, and I'm, I was pretty good at it. So I went to my first house party because I'd been invited by one of my mates that didn't, didn't know too many people, but he was popular enough to get people to come because it was alcohol. So we turn up to this house party, and I hadn't drunk prior to that really i had like i had a couple with my dad every now and then so i start helping him get the party ready we get drinks out and his parents are cool and whatever and uh everyone starts turning up <laughs> and by that point i was already drunk because i was nervous right i, I was <laughs> i was like 60 nothing's changed hey, he's hey, not hey, learned his lesson yeah, is he exactly. <laughs> well, i mean uh, yeah yeah but um and then and then the girls start turning up and obviously, you know, at school, there's there's popular girls that you're kind of like, yeah, I'd love to, I'd love to get with them or whatever. And I'm I'm slightly tipsy already, and so the music goes on and everyone's picking music. <laughs> He's like gonna cry. Yeah. So it just happened to his face when he yeah. remembered that. <laughs> I I do the douchebag thing that no one no one likes at a house party. I turn what? all the music off. Oh, I thought you put on Wonderwall. No, no, no. I I turn I put I so there's a playlist that's already going. Oh, and no. I, I, I get rid of the entire playlist and I put my I put a song on for myself and everyone stops and there's a deadly silence as this music comes on and they all look at me. And it's shit that no one fucking knows or likes, eh? Basically, yeah. Like, I think I put on... Pokemon think, theme. If I remember correctly, I put on um, Witchcraft by Pendulum. And oh, no but... one no one was really into uh, drum oh, and bass. Oh, uh, okay. Because uh, they were all putting on, like... Um, put on like disco music you know uh, stuff that we all knew right so i put on pendulum and everyone's cheesy fucking background shit that yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone and the thing is the whole time i was talking to one of these girls and they, we were getting in like we were you know getting on and we were drinking and we we're both doing shots and i was doing what i always do i was like going there like oh one more connor one more i'd be all right so we were doing shots just trying to get them drunk <laughs> no i wasn't trying to get them drunk i was just trying to have fun um and then i did that everyone turned to look to me and one guy, at the, even though it's been like 30 seconds of that music being on, immediately turns it off and puts on what was already going. And I go outside and she's like, that was really stupid of you. I was like, oh, cool. And then it reached that point where I was so drunk that I felt it. I felt the vomit coming. Oh, no. So I'm out on the road. I'm out on the road and I'm sitting by myself because I know it's awkward in there and I can't be there. And she comes out and she's like, oh, it was still very weird. And we're just having a conversation. All of a sudden, it's fucking chanders everywhere. Chanda all over my all over my shorts. And she's like, she's looking at me. And I was like, oh, no, I can't go inside. People laugh at me. And she's like, you should go it. home. And I was like, oh fuck. When <laughs> she turned, she was being nice to me, and she was just like, just go home. I was like, oh fuck. So yeah, that's probably one of my worst ones. That that was definitely the most awkward. Nah, I've ever been. That, anyway, I got nothing. You got nothing. Have you got nah. no awkward moment with girls? Not that I remember. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. 
Mate, I was I was fucking late bloomer. Really. I was late to the party, man. I didn't fucking like. I didn't have my first girlfriend until I was seventeen. Up until that point, I was a bit of a fucking recluse anyway. Okay. I used to literally at school. It's a bit like this fella, like just. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, yeah. When I was at school, I'd buy my mates at school, but I didn't go. I didn't hang out with them outside of school. I played. Oh, fo- okay. I, I played football with them and that, and we fucking we you know we used to get out to the fucking IT room and play like Half Life, like fucking land land games and stuff like that. Oh. And I just go and play video games. Okay. Yeah. And then when I was about seventeen, I still I was sick. Yeah, yeah. I was about seventeen. A uh, mate of mine who I kept in contact with from school, he he hit me up. He's like, "I'm going out. Do you want to fucking come out?" I was like, "Yeah, right, sounds." He just got his driver's license, I think. Yeah. So I fucking started going out with him, and then I met my I met like my first girlfriend through his girlfriend. Right. And then yeah. So you sort of missed the awkward fucking teenage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because I was just fucking awkward as fuck anyway. I was shy as fuck. Basically, a complete 180 of what I'm like now. Mate, I, I would have traded that in heartbeat. And I honestly, I've had too many of these fucking things. I yeah. had one, right? We liked him at a party, and there was this girl there. I won't say her name, because she still knows me. And uh, she was trying it on with my mate, and I sort of liked her, and I was a bit, like, fucking jealous. Like, yeah. fucking cunt, fucking... Like, but he didn't want anything to do with her. So it, was, so it made it worse. Yeah. Right? At least if you're fucking going to do something. So I sit there, and I'm drinking a lot. Because I'm sat there stewing, stewing I'm yeah. stewing, right? Yeah. Drinking, drinking. I must, I must only be about sixteen, right? Oh, yeah. And then he fucked off, and she started talking to me. She wanted to talk to me about him. Oh no! So I'm, I'm now, and he's my mate, like, and he's like one of my best mates, and I'm just mugging him off. Oh, no. I'm like, he's a cunt anyway. Like, I'm just because I'm fucking. I've been sat there stewing, right? And then she fucks up, and she goes, tells him. Oh no! She comes back and he's just like, "What are you fucking slagging me off for?" Like, Trifling oh. bitch. I'm like, oh, "I'm pissed. I don't worry about. It. I, 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 I'm being a prick. I, you know, whatever. I apologize, right?" And I go and stand outside, and my mate's dad's like, "Do you want a cigar?" Okay. I don't smoke. I'm like, oh, "That's gonna make me look cool." So I make a cigar. <laughs> Did they not tell you that you don't inhale cigars? That shit. Yeah, yeah. you puff it. Yeah. So the first thing I do is, I'm coughing my fucking lungs up yeah. like a fucking idiot, and he's laughing. The dad's laughing. Ah! You know, and he tells me about it, and then she comes sort of trotting out, and she's now interested in me. Cause she's making a cigar. I, I I don't know what happened. No, it was nothing to do with the cigar. She's now like flirting with me. Okay. She and then, then she pulls me around the corner, around the side of my mate's house, right? his, his, his little alleyway. Don't tell me she started giving you a tug and then kicked you in the balls. No, no, no. <laughs> it's like a fucking reoccurring theme for you. <laughs> you got and, some and, kickable balls. And I make out, I make out with her there. Right, so now I'm thinking, what the fuck? My mind's all over the place. Like I've gone from dejected to now I'm like, I want to jump for joy, right? And yeah. my my mate Dom comes over to me, big tall black guy, and he pulls me away, and he's like, "She's a cunt, right? Oh, she's no. a cunt, she's a cunt." And I was like, "What?" And he was like, "Dave's fucking rejected her, so now she's coming for you, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's a fucking game. You're being played. You're yeah, being played. Yeah. She's probably." fucking around with you to get his attention. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I pushed on. I'm like, fuck off. Like, and I'm like, oh, now I'm getting no. angry because I'm pissed. Oh, I have two mates in one oh, night. Yeah. No. See, all, over, he, all, over, all over a bird. He grabs me in a headlock, right? <laughs> and then I lift him up and I fall backwards and he fucking whacks his head on the floor as I fall backwards, fuck. right? And he's like, now he's sort of almost out of it. Now I feel like utter shit. Yeah, I help mm. him up. He's all right. He's all right. We kind of apologize for this. And she's looking at me with her hands on her hips and she's like, you're going to come back or what? And I'm like, I'm going to look after my mate. Like, yeah. And I think this is all Good you. Choice. This is all, This is all you. I've got to look after my mate. Yeah, right choice. So I take him inside, put a fucking thing in his head, and then after about 20 minutes, he's all right. She then comes in, right? 
she just storms up to me and just whacks me yep. across the face, right? My mate Dave, who she was originally flirting with, what are you fucking doing? She whacks him. Then the guy's dad giving me the cigar comes in. He He's like, hey, what the fuck's going on here? And she spits up. She just loses it, right? She just fucking loses it. That's spits good. at him. They have to kick her out. And um, in, in the end, she apologized to me a couple of days later. I don't know what the fuck got into her. She's like a Jezebel or something. Right. But I remember, I remember for like forever... Every time I used to see my mate Don, I used to feel fucking guilty about... He was actually being a good mate. He was like, no, she's, she couldn't she's have him. She's toxic, and I'm trying to save you from yeah, that. But she, you're too pissed and fucking... To understand. I think I'm thinking, thinking with your dick. Yeah, yeah so exactly. Yeah. See, see the logic. Yeah. And like, yeah, and, and, and just and, I, and that's how I used to be from the age of like 14 to 16. I used to be not awkward, not even a tryout. I'd just fucking make stupid mistakes yep. when it yeah. came to, to girls. And... and I want it, the reason why we bring that up, like Tien said, is two stars. I said mine, is because there is a gravity to how this cunt is feeling. And as much as I, like I said, I think he's a cunt. Yeah. No one, when I'm listening to other stuff and researching this, is trying to dig into why he's behaving the way he's behaving. Well, no, yeah. most most of the what I've managed to find is literally they they barely fucking really talk about him. in, yeah. in any sort of depth, it's literally they are in. I couldn't find anything where they we've... talked about him. They just covered the murders. But every everything we, we've done, whether it be Harry Horse, whether it be Luca, the Grinder Killer, Heaven's Gate, we've always tried to figure out what is going through these cunts' head yeah. when they did what they did. And then whether or not we come out with the right answer, no one will ever know. No. But I think there's a part of him that felt the way that Tian did when he's fucking running around the playground <laughs> with this fucking girl. And I did when I'm fucking saying cloud and fucking like being a dickhead. <laughs> I mean, there's a part of him that felt like that yeah. in the moment of rejection that when he gets to the gig and he's playing up and he's all hyper, right? He's still trying to win her over. He's still trying. And, and well, he's really, he's realized that when he, as soon as he come out of that airport, it's not, she's realized that everything that she's known about him for a year is pretty much just been a facade. But in everything he's dreamt about for a year, he's also been. He, he, he's, he's sitting there wanking every night. You know, you know, he must have been like on her fucking pictures, jerking off, fucking arm and we're gonna fuck. We're gonna that like, he must have every single day. Because she sent him any news. Who knows? Um, Who knows? I mean, if she did, there'd be a number of different charges added to it because he w- he would have been done for having child pornography. But they never looked into it because he confessed and took a plea. So they might not have ever looked into that. Well, they definitely went through his computer. They, they took his computer. They did take his computer. They took his computer. They got a warrant and took his computer. Yeah, I wonder. They never did, but then, I don't know. Maybe I'm just speculating with how kids are, well, how people are these days. Yeah. Probably, Even like, back then, they would Chances are he probably did at some point, whether or not he kept them is yeah. the issue. Or on his phone, maybe, maybe or something. But like, he, he, no, even not, it's irrelevant. Either way, you know what he must have been doing. He'd been, every night, He's chatting to online and he's got his knob out and he's just furiously waking up every single night. So he's built this moment up in his head yeah. to go and meet this girl. And it couldn't she brings a mate for a start, right? So she brings the mate along. Yeah, but the he, parents was, but he was friends with her as well. He was, but I don't know if he... I think he thought they'd have a moment on their own and that never, yeah. ever well, came. Well, I don't know. Maybe he was expecting that once they got back to, to staying at her parents, her mum's place. That, that would have happened, but he knew that she was coming and the parents were coming. That would have been arranged. So he knew that it was never, like, their first interaction together was never going to be just the two of them. No. Or maybe when he thought he'd get to the gig, they'd have a go in the toilet or something. Like, the, he, he, he would have been, he's a guy, he would have been building this shit up. Yeah. By all accounts, he was a verge as well. So yes. he'd never been with a girl. Like, he'd never, so to him, this is it. This is, this is the one. This is the this moment. Is, this, is yeah. the, this is my moment. Yeah. Like, this, this is every single fucking thing he's been dreaming of yep. 
and I'm just trying to, and while, yeah, 19 is a fucking super late bloomer to what we're talking about, I mean, 14, 15, it's very yeah. fucking different. But to him, the juvenile way he's behaving, oh, the okay, mind yeah, reflects yeah, okay, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's, yeah, sorry, he is yeah, acting okay, like a 14, 15 yeah, year old. old no, he's not acting okay. like a 20 year old. Yeah, yeah, the thing no, is, fair, this fair. is his this is his first time it's happened to him yeah. that we know of, and he's instantly hit with rejection, and he doesn't know how to deal with it. He's he's never dealt with it. He doesn't know how to deal with it. But he's had a year of building it up in his head. Yeah, yeah been a year of hype for a fucking false explosion. And I'm not saying that justifies what he did, but I think no. that I think that is the crux of why he did what he did. I think it's it's the kid who's never had anything mm. really finds this little community. Uh, meets a girl builds it up in his head like i said jerking off every fucking day texting her dreaming dreaming about it dreaming about these perfect movie script fucking ending he's like, basically fallen in love with this girl yeah just by but never having actually met her just for and just for the conversations and the messages and all that so and he's, he's built this yeah he's built this life up in his head yeah and and like and people do that like yeah people have these conversations with people in their own head yeah. Next time I see so and so, especially when it's dating, like, oh, what if I did this? What if I did that? How will she react if I? Like, people do that all the time. But he did that for a year over one girl. There's a big part of me that thinks like the rejection is why he did it. But at this gig, he lets loose yeah. and conflicting stories. Maybe she sees the part that she thought was what it was going to be in the first place. She sees like this this character that he created for himself, for her, and that she'd gotten to know. Mm. And he, she sees like there's a glimpse of that, so she fucking well apparently yeah like speculation she makes up with him when you know, they fucking get on it a little bit. There were reports that they were partying, they were getting on, right? Yeah. Uh, there's reports that the the her mate was kind of like pulling her away, third wheel fucking thing that yeah. happens, right? And then there's reports that she was interested in other lads. Yeah. I none mean, of these have been substantiated. No, none, none of them. In, and we're I never, mean, we're never gonna. Know. We're never yeah. gonna know. I mean, the one, the one that I definitely think happened is that she was getting with other people but i mean but i don't know if she would have done that knowing the cunt's got to stay at her house for two days more, i think no, she would have though. a week or whatever yeah he, he was there he, he, there before literally there was like between the festival and the and the incident they were literally there was three days they, they were there yeah. and that's like literally she barely fucking spoke to him in those three days yeah uh the only thing i can see or think is what's happened is that she got with other people because she was excited as well to meet this person that she thought was let down and then she goes to this gig and meet yeah. and goes oh there we are actually nice guys there here. are actually <laughs> people would have, of what i expect yeah and what like, i built him up to be is actually at this gig yeah yeah that, that could so, that could be the case and maybe that's his way of dealing with that in is that he acts out and yeah. he's different right so, so now we do move on to the crime because we so get to the end of the it's, gig it's three days later it's fucking what do they say like their time of death is like three o'clock in the morning yeah three three p.m on september 17th. 3 a.m a.m yeah. so they arrived oh, no, sorry no the bodies were found at 3 p.m yeah. so they arrived back after the gig after a nine hour drive back Yep. They got arrived back at the mum's her mother's house. The, th the yep. three kids and dad fucks off back to his place. So they get back there and the mate is on the sofa. Mum's in her room. Emma's in her room. Emma's in her room. And He's in and the guest room. And Richard is in in the guest room, other end of the house. And the drive back and the time they spend at this point is literally non-existence between the pair of them. Yeah, they're not talking. Nothing. And I don't know what he's doing. I don't know. I reckon he's probably just sitting there looking out the fucking window and Mel and, Mel and Emma are just fucking talking about how good the show yeah. was and all this sort of shit. But yeah. like, he, when he's in the house, what is he doing? 
Don't know. We don't know. We don't know. He said he said that he was he died like the night he did it. He had been up. He was smoking weed. He was drinking. I reckon they say he took a couple of pills. That's that's unspecified. He doesn't speculative. seem like that person though. Well, that's what he says he was doing. That's the thing. I think he's bigging himself up again. He, he was definitely already drinking in that pint. He, he was, was smoking a bit of yeah. weed. So there's a good chance that's true. And it's not that he was dro- he, he was doing it to a point of fucking complete intoxication. He was just, like I said, sitting there, stewing. Yeah. Got himself a bottle of whiskey. He's knocking it back. Probably had loads of fucking horrorcore going on in his headphones. Yeah, headphones on. Killed a fucking... All this shit, all the, mu- the music scene... Uh, yeah. For those who don't know, horrorcore is like ICP is basically the king of horrorcore. It's, it's basically it's it's horror horror hip hop. You know the, the the lyrics are about murder and violence. Yeah, but, and a, but a lot of it is movie based. There will be lots of references to Michael Myers, lots yeah, of references to Jason Voorhees, Freddy Krueger. There's loads and loads yeah. of those references. And with ICP, they throw in lots of wrestling re- references as well. Yeah. There's a lot of crossover with that kind of stuff. It's almost like you got the kids that are into Limp Biscuit, and then you got the kids who are into they were basically almost the same music, but if Limp Biscuit was singing about beheading and fucking shit like that, you know, it's kind of yeah. like that. He's making media references the whole time. Yeah, a lot of the time it is is constant like because it's people we know. If he made a reference yeah. to some random geezer down the road that he's murdered, no one's <laughs> gonna know what that looks like, right? Now you're you're probably too young to remember when that scene was kind of really prevalent yeah, no. scott no, no, no. i know you watch wrestling so you would have kind of known it well the attitude era yeah did you ever come across the people that were into this stuff like yourself well horrorcore yeah no until this until we started researching so i'd never even heard of the style before yeah no, I, I knew ICP were, but I did know that they were classed as horrorcore. I never really listened to them because it wasn't my thing. I knew one person at school, but this was like two years, three years afterwards. This was like when I was in sick form. And he would sometimes put on like, I don't know what they're called, but he would put on similar music to that. I, I had a mate, Jordan, who fucking loved it. When, and this when I was like 13. He fucking loved horrorcore. It's all he would listen to. And it was ICP, another one called Twisted. Esham, like it's constant. That's all he would listen to, yeah. and then randomly Eminem and Kid Rock, <laughs> randomly those as well. Okay, like so he had like a he had like it was sort of like hip hop adjacent yeah. everything he listened to. Yeah, yeah. And I I listened to quite a bit of ICP. I never really got into a lot of the other stuff, but I, as a, like a little edgy dickhead teenager myself, ICP was kind of cool, you know, because they were singing about like you know doing a bungee jump with your ballsack and all this dumb. <laughs> Because it's funny, it's dumb shit, and you'd sort of laugh at it. And like they got a song about cotton candy, it's basically about eating pussy, and it's like cotton candy don't get wet until it's in your mouth. Like oh. it, it is that's the lyric, and it's funny, right? And it is dumb juvenile South Park esque yeah. dumb shit, right? Yeah, bit weird in in America. They got this like a huge, there's a huge scene. They do like there's people every town has their fucking local juggalos and local fucking horrorcore kids, right? There ain't many of them, but there's enough everywhere. That's what the insane clown posse yeah, fans are called, yeah. Juggalos. Fucking Juggalos. <laughs> dumb as fuck. And a lot of them are just red, but they're all redneck, white fucking kids, lost, don't really have anything, like him, but they find a community within this dumb scene and they end up meeting birds and then they kind of, is that self, very self contained scene? Yeah. yeah. It's not like other scenes, like Scott remember the fucking explosion of the emo scene. I was on it. It fucking was everywhere. Like, mm. Every gig you would fucking go to. Fucking hairstyles. Yeah. Fuck the clothes. <laughs> the hairstyles were I never, wore, I, never, I never wore that. I had, like, had the hair for that sort of shit. But fucking I, I... Some mates of mine, Jesus Christ, 
Massive ass fucking fringes. Big fucking smoky fucking eyeliner around yeah, there. Tight, it was very, tight, tight trousers. Tight trousers. Very posy. Very I'm, sort of yeah, stand around. And, in a way. Yeah. I'm so glad I did, never got into that shit. Yeah, but the music was great. See, yeah, I, music, I, I, was too, I was too old for it. I was already in my 20s when that, that took off. Yeah. And I But I had a lot of mates. But I had a lot of mates who were like 18 on that cusp a couple yeah. of years younger than me and they loved it. Mm. And, and any gig we went to would be, you'd have like a metal band and then you'd have a band who basically want to be Pantera. And then you'd have two or three fucking screamo, emo, hardcore bands coming on, right? Yeah, so, so it was all, it was everywhere. I mean, but this shit ain't everywhere. This can't add one scene, one music style. We that's liked. it, yeah. He's sitting here stewing. He's sitting here grinding his gears, fucking rejected by this chick. Personally, I'd have just gone home. Yeah, right. I w- Changed I my flights and fucked off. I w- yeah. I, either that or I would have just gotten buses. Fuck it. You know? Yeah, I just told the parents, listen, it ain't working out. I shouldn't be. Can can you help me change my flight? It might be 30 quid or whatever, but yeah. I'm just going to go. I'll pay you. I'll pay you back. Just, let's sort it out. He doesn't do that. He sits there for a fair amount of time and just fucking stews, but allows himself to be ignored. Like, Yeah. It's a, it's a weird one, it. isn't it? Yeah, he doesn't try and change it. It's like, I'm just gonna, I am ignored. I will sit here and be ignored. And maybe that's his default setting. Maybe. Yeah, well, no, we're under the impression that he did that. Because, like, again, we don't, we don't, we don't have yeah. any proper insights. Only what he what he has said to, to people. Mostly to cellmates. Yeah, so we don't know. So We, get we to don't it. know. He could have been fucking having a good time. I don't know. But so I doubt it. We, it get to, we get to 3 o'clock on 15th of September. Yeah. So, yeah, he'd been up. He'd stayed up. On the 14th, obviously, later than everybody else. Gee, what he said, he fucking... Yeah, he uh, he drank, smoked weed, and maybe he took some painkillers. Yeah. And then, he, yeah, three o'clock, he saunters out, grabs a fucking maul, which is like, uh, basically like a... Basically, it's a small axe. Yeah. Small axe for cutting wood and that. Goes into... Uh, was it? It's Mel first. Mel first. So he takes... He fucking... Mel's asleep in the settee in the den. Yep. He fucking... It was a, a good fucking couple of whacks. Apparently, they, the bay was so bad that they were not recognisable. Which I'm, I'm pretty sure... He caved the fu- fucking head in. It's... Well, you fucking just mutilated the face, eh? So, they're, they're, so Mel goes first. Then it's Deborah. Yep. She's upstairs. And then to Emma's room where he takes her out as well. Obviously, none of them woke up. None of them ever woke up. They just fucking died in their sleep. He then takes... Is it Mel, the mate? And he takes her into the room with Emma. Yeah, I think he puts all the bodies in the same room. He leaves the mum. Yeah. He leaves the mum yeah, upstairs. He leaves the mum upstairs. Yeah, right. upstairs. Okay. But he takes the two girls. Like, they never say if he did anything to them. I, I, I don't think he did. I don't, I don't think, think he did. did. Not, Why he put them together? No, I, I don't know. Maybe they're mates. He's like, let there's, them be together. There's, there's, yeah. there's well, got to be a reason. Or maybe it's okay. I don't know what's going on through his head, but obviously both are in bedrooms, apart from Mel, who's in the den. So maybe he thinks in his head that it's like, it makes sense. Move the body, get it out of sight. In case someone looks through the window, in case, or, in case someone comes round or something like that, or something to draw attention's drawn. Yeah, and and there's like a lot of these times when we have crimes, like when we did Columbine. It's like one after like there's a lot to explain with this. It's quick. We're talking about ten minute there's time like period, almost, if that. Yeah, there's no real thought process here, and the whatever could be construed as having a thought process, they, you've got no logical reason. He, he, something about his mental state changes to a point where murder becomes okay. But nothing we've spoke about so far hints as to why that would be. No, and the thing is, is there's no, there's no point that all of this is happening where he stops and goes, maybe I shouldn't have done that. He just moves on. But he I just think moves this is, to the next. I, I, we've often said it's wrong to blame the media that he consumes, but there is a part of me 
But unfortunately, he thinks, is he listening to this violent shit? And he's going, and, uh, and does it influence him in this moment? Has he got an iPad or an, iP- an iPad? That's not iPad, sorry. Um, I can't fucking remember what they're called now. The i... MP3 player, like a yeah, um, iPod. iPod, that's a good yeah. It's gone from my head. It's been so long since I've had one. I forgot what they were yeah. fucking called. Maybe he's got an iPod on and it's literally just full of fucking horrorcore and that's literally, he's just in this fucking, in this mindset and he's just gone out. Rumour was, uh, not rumour, but um, one of the speculations was that he had found text on Emma's phone from another guy. Uh, she would have been another guy. Another guy. Yeah. So there is there like the jealousy that kicks in and you know as we as we said earlier jealousy is a fuck jealousy can make you do terrible things. So maybe there's that. I think jealousy plays into it but I don't know if it's substantiated. Again no one confirms. There's never been a guy come out and go yeah we were talking. Like yeah. in that scene there could very well be a dude who would come out and go I'll give an interview yeah we were chatting like I feel really guilty about it because I didn't know She'd met this... Like, someone might come out and say... Because they get a bit of clout out. That's the weird thing is, with a lot of crimes, there's always a clout chaser. No one's chasing clout here. No. No, it's really, un- it's really, really under the rug, yeah. this sort and, of shit. And given the scene, and murder and horror is a big part of it, hmm. no one's clout chasing over the no. actual murder that took part in their community. But there's one guy who released a stupid song. Yeah, there was one guy. A fucking idiot. Song, but, but, like... but the people who were involved, they never reference it in the song. They don't no. even like talking about it. It, you know? it, it's it's at that weird point where like because no one's doing anything the instant thing that they're going to is horrible it's not even any other thing that they could be using because there's nothing else they can use to blame it's it's just horrible because that's the only thing they know that he's doing the weird thing with it all is icp their logo is a little geezer with a little little fucking axe yeah he uses little hatchet, little fuck, like he uses one. There's a part of me that thinks, not that it's to blame, he is definitely influenced by this music to commit this crime at this moment. Right. Like the idea, definitely jealousy. Yeah. Definitely snapped. He's been rejected. He's being a fucking moron. An absolute bellend, like we said at the beginning, an absolute fucking idiot. Right. Yeah. But while I wouldn't blame the music he's into, I do think it has an influence on his behaviour. Because he's not he's not a normal kid. He's a fucking no. weird little loner, you know? And I don't like blaming music for shit. I don't like blaming video games for shit. Mm. I want to be clear. I'm not blaming it. But I think his behaviour is definitely influenced by it. Yes. No, I, I think that's literally the way to go about it. It's not the music itself. It's how he's perceived it. Yeah. How he's taken it into himself. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a weird, like, crime because, you know, you, especially nowadays when you get a crime that happens, you get a lot of details. You get a lot of details that come in. Well, that's because they do investigations. But they do proper investigations, But they didn't, right? they, this, was, this wasn't the case with this one. It was... No. It, it was just straight up some loner that everyone said was a bit weird but no one really cared about or made any difference to who just snapped. All of a sudden, and it's like, well, he, he must have. They must something must have triggered it well, in some 100%, way, right? Because even what happens afterwards, it's weird. Yeah, because the thing is, he had he had time. Like, it, obviously, he'd been there for three days, so at any point he could have done something, and then he kills the three of them, and then he's still got some time because he knows Dad's not turning up for a while. Well, he wouldn't know. He, he's not to know when the no. dad's turning up at all. He has no clue, but he he knows that it's not going to be in the middle of the night because that would be weird. So he's got hours. So he, he's got hours and it's hours. Three o'clock to think in the morning. So you know, you you logically think 
roughly you've got till eight o'clock at the at the earliest that someone like, yeah. might, you might risk someone turning up before someone turns up. And the thing is as well is like he's sitting there and he's just kind of he's not Stewart. hiding bodies. He's not chopping them up. He's not getting rid of evidence. He's just fucking sitting there doing fuck all. Right? I reckon. I honestly reckon he's got the fucking music going in his head the whole time. Something like that. I right? reckon he's just zoned out and he's listening to that music because he's that obsessed with it. Is that influenced by it? Mm. That's all he's listening to. I reckon it's just that. The thing is, as well, is like in in some of the things that he said to cellmates, it states that he said that he never like went to a separate room unless he had to. So he stayed in the room with the people he killed. And did what? Just so he stayed fuckle? in the room with Mal and Emma's yeah, corpses. Yeah, with their corpses for three days. For three days. Well. Is like this 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 next bit like where it goes after the attacks is something that's really really strange to me. It doesn't really I don't I just don't understand this. Is the next day, uh, Mel's dad Thomas Wells turns up to pick her up because I think that's the, that's the last day. So I think I'm not sure how long um, Richard was due to stay out there for. I think that Mel, was meant to be his last day too. But Mel was going back the next day, and her dad drives down to pick her up. He waits outside the house for seven hours. Yeah. He never goes to the it's house. It's fucking weird. I don't understand this. If you're going to pick up your daughter, surely you would go knock, you know, you'd like, oh yeah, this is my, my daughter's been staying with me. You'd thank the fact, you'd maybe thank the family that's taken your daughter in for a couple of days and been looking after her. But he stays in the car. Yeah. Never, I don't know if he called, I think he calls her which doesn't answer. Yeah. But he literally stays, I don't know. Well, he might knock on the door or whatever, but they well, say he stays in the car, but I don't know. You think he would go out and knock? No, at the least door. knock on the door. But then maybe they're out. He's trying to figure. It's a weird fucking scenario. The whole thing with both her parents is weird at this point. This yeah. part's weird, but then all the phone calls to the house and and Richard's aunt. That's weird too. Like yeah. So Thomas goes back after waiting there for fucking seven hours. Tells his wife, oh, they they're not there. I don't understand. I don't yeah. know what's going on. I mean, did she not have a mobile phone? Oh, well, she wasn't answering the phone, so he couldn't do nothing about that either. But so he goes home. And then Kathleen starts phoning the house. Kathleen Wells, uh, Mel's mum, starts phoning the house. Mm. No one answers. So then she phones Mark, um, Emma's dad. She's like, oh, can you just go and check? I haven't heard. Have they gone somewhere? Yeah, I haven't haven't heard from Mark. No one's answering. Can you go and check? And then he goes and checks. Mm. And then he never calls back because... So this is even weirder the next day. Mark rocks up at the house, goes in, because obviously it's fucking his house, so he's, yeah. got, he's, got, he's obviously got some sort of way... Yeah, he he's got a key in. or whatever, yeah. And then, what? Does does he see... Like, does he walk around the house downstairs first, shouting out for people, sees blood in the den, think, what the fuck's this? Doesn't call the police? Or does he not go into the den at all? Does he go straight upstairs? Yeah. And what, what happens is... So, because obviously, I don't know, we've not really got much details on, on how he dies. Does back he... of the head. Is it back yeah, of the head? Back back of the I, head. I, know, yeah. I know that his head is... If you want, I can get images. No, it's images. back of the head. It's back of the is head. It, is it, he's it. hiding. Richard's hiding. It's, it, and it, fucking jumps out. Does, this... does the full fucking... Back uh, of the Jack head. Nicholson and the Shining sort of fucking... Back of the head, no defence wounds. He doesn't... And it's stinking. The house is stinking it's at this point. Vile. Well, it's yeah. been a day. Yeah. He's stinking, um, everyone shit themselves, everyone, like, it's oh, yeah, not... Yeah, avoid the battle yeah. Die, yeah. The dad, Mark, uh, his crime scene photo is so bad that this, essentially what had happened was he'd been hit in the back of the head, he fell forward, and this guy just kept wailing. Yeah, you, just kept you, doing there it. There is yeah. a massive fucking dent in the floor from how yeah, hard I he heard, was yes, hitting that. Yes, that's right, yes, I heard he, that. They, they, he ruined the floor. 
Yeah. Trying yeah, to attack he, he, the guy. he just obliterated the head. Just constant. So where's his mindset head. going with that? Because he... his mindset's all over the floor. Oh, not Marks. Where's fucking? Yikes. Uh, where's Richards? <laughs> Richards' mindset. I think he's trying to get caught. So. There's a point as well where Rich has been seen lingering about outside. He has, yeah. Because someone was asking what he was doing, and he said, oh, "I'm a neighbour." So there's there's a passerby. He's like, "What are you doing, man? Oh, I'm 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 a neighbour to this family." And just and, and he says something Why to lie? him. Why? Why not just say, "I'm a guest. I'm staying here." I oh I'm I'm the neighbour, and I'm just checking on the property farm. Mm. And they who, fuck off. Know, okay, at the same time, who's this fucking Karen that's going up asking what you're doing on this property? Who's this fucker that's coming? Let's yeah, go, let's, and then they never. A little neighbour has never seen the cunt before. Yeah. So that person's a neighbour as well. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So why didn't they recognise that he's not a neighbour? Yeah, and yeah. they call the police. That's a bit. He's dodgy. twice he does this. He does that with the police when he first meets them as well. No, no, he no, just, no, he just blags himself. Yep. He just that the police walk in the situation. fucking. But we, we'll get to that. So now he's killed the fucking dad, yep. and he's caved his head into juice. Then he had, then uh, Catherine keeps out phoning the uh, the house, and he tells them that they are the girls are at the cinema. So. Surely that rings a weird thing in her head that's like, well, no, because we're supposed to be picking my daughter up today or Maybe yesterday, she... so why is she going to the cinema when she knows she's supposed to be come home? Is she fucking... Has she been at the cinema for, like, three days? What the fuck is going so on? She then and called... they don't know who he is as well. No, like, they've got no... The mum's... Who the fuck's this dude? Like, yeah. answering the phone. Because she phones the police, the mum. She does. After, yeah. after that call, she phones the police and asks her to do a wellness check. Yeah. yeah. So then they rock up. But they do not go inside the house. Which is honestly... Uh, so they, they don't go in the house, but I remember they knocked on the door and, and they talked to him. Yeah they, yeah, they speak to him and he tells them. But bear in mind... They've gone out for a meal. So this is this is three days after... Where, the uh, no, sorry, two days after the two attacks. Days. Two days after the attacks. The room smells like shit. The house will smell like shit. The, he, the smells like house, sh- he smells like he shit. He looks and smells like shit yeah. because the police made a statement saying that... He looked as though he had not washed himself in days. They know it's not his house. Yep. They, they know who the lives owners. there. Yeah. So the owners don't answer and they just go away. Yeah. They tell you Which that, another that's play, that's fucking incompetent. But did oh, you yeah, come yeah, across the second time? I don't know if you came for the second time they went to the house. Because they go back and he complains about noises downstairs and they walk into phoned, the basement. Yeah, phoned, yep. yeah, no, yeah she, she calls him again. And it, oh no, she 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 speaks to sound, uh, to Richard again on the phone, and she and I think she convinces him to call the police. Yeah, and he does, and he does, but he tells her, "Oh yeah, I'm hearing stuff downstairs." Yeah, so, yeah they turn up, and then they actually go in the house. They go down to the basement. Yep. They find nothing, and they leave. How do they not smell? Yeah, and he's that got, something is wrong there. And by all accounts, he's got all the curtains closed, yep. no fucking lights on. It's dark, dingy. They walk in, and this kind of is. We've already explained what kind of a shifty, weird little fucking mook he is, yeah, right? Yeah. Just fucking st- he, he, shifty like that. Stinks like shit. Yeah. He is not the... Where are the owners? Where are the parents? Who the fuck... Why are you in this house? They do nothing. Absolutely nothing. How it's how can crazy. they ignore the smell all the, of so, all the red flags three-day-old right bodies now. and shit and piss? Yeah. They go down into the basement, yeah. which is where the fucking... Um, girl was sleeping the first one. Yeah, she's in the. They fucking the, the little the little she's cubby bit. The den, they yeah. fucking ignore all of it. Yeah, they do not even pick up on it. The dad is is literally laying on the floor from when they walk in through the door, yeah. right there, yeah. and he they left, don't he notice left, he shit. Left in there, he didn't move him. It, it was to the point in the crime scene photos you can literally see where the blood has soaked through the top of the ceiling. Yeah, and these fuckers don't see it. 
How, like, in my the brain... The stairs, there's blood on the stairs at the top couple of stairs. It's all soaked yep, in everything. but then it went upstairs, they went in the basement. Yeah, but when they walk through yeah, the door... But they go past but the, Yeah, it. the thing is, That's they, they, they walk but past... But if they're the cop, you might, not, you might not necessarily notice it. I don't think... The, the weird thing is, but, we, we've had it with Stephen Paul. Oh, right? yeah. Police incompetence. Sometimes police incompetence is... There's, they're fucking retarded sometimes. They really are. Like, the smell... I don't, if you ever smell a dead body... No. It's fucking rife, yeah. right? It's yeah. fucking noticeable. Even after it's being preserved, because I, I had to go and see my gran, and even then... It's and that's when they coked it with that's fucking they, shit. That's when yeah. they've embalmed and everything. Yeah. potpourri the fucking thing up, like and it shit. still doesn't smell good. Yeah. In, in fact, it can even be worse, because now it's got that sweet smell of all the perfume shit they've put on mixed in with yeah. it. Okay, so, oh, yeah. so the police walk to the front door... Where a guy is literally laying on the ground. There. This is the this is the living room. This is where yeah. he died. Oh, Mark. Oh, I so thought, they, oh, okay. So literally, as they go Let's through the door, straight past right it. there, the door is literally there. Could have closed. It's, it's, it's closed. Doors but... closed, though. Where? Uh, I mean, maybe, yeah. But you still smell that. And then they go into the basement, which is past the stairs. Yeah. And then down the back side of that. So down that hallway. Yeah. Well, there's, and nothing, then down. there's nothing down there. No, there's nothing down there. But my God, they've gone deep into that house. They haven't sit there and gone anything. And, and, and again, the police report is he'd closed all the doors. So when they get in there, every door is closed. There's Which not a single... No, nothing's left ajar. Nothing's, nothing, like, it's all closed. They're like, I've heard noises in the basement. They don't go, what about the other rooms? What, do you mind if we have a look around? They, don't, they just go and look in the basement yeah. and leave. Especially since they'd already gone to do a wellness check, which they fucking did bugger all of. Yep. Yeah, they just spoke to him, yeah. and it's all it's it's, an, it's a day later, yep. and they still this mum's still phoning up three or four times yep. a day. Where the fuck is my kid? Where does, where's going on? Now the guy who's in the house phones the police. The mum's phoning the police still. Can you go back? Well, we did the wellness check. Can you go back? Can you go back? He then phones and goes, "Yeah, I think there's something in the basement. Same property. They do nothing. They just ignore it. And and to me, I just feel like the police are like nothing's going on here. So let's get in and out as quick as possible. Oh, They're not that. thinking about. I thought they're getting pissed off with the mother calling. Maybe. You know how they can get like that? They can probably just, they just fucking write it off. Yeah, they think she's just a fucking Karen having a go. And yeah. Like, yeah. We, we all, we've all researched fucking Dharma. Like, that that's a prime example of when police just get just loads ignore. of phone calls yeah. and go, fuck this. Ignore it. Yeah, they get bored, they get pissed off by it. Every time I walk down the hallway, his room fucking stinks. Right. Yep. What do so I must do about it? They do, their, they do their wellness check with that, that call that he does and they find fuck all. Somehow they don't smell anything. Or like, like they've got fucking like plague. They don't think to themselves, time. let's check the rest of the room. So, <laughs> yeah, literally, yeah. Um, they've had a bit of fucking Kathleen Vicks keep, up the nose. Kathleen keeps calling. She's not, they're not fucking doing anything about it. So she gets in touch with um, Sictanic because she's. She's like she's familiar. She's, she's familiar yeah. with like, the stuff that Melanie's doing, so she knows. She, she knows the mates. She's got yeah. numbers, emails, so whatever. So she calls up Sictanic, and she's like, "I haven't heard from her. I haven't heard from any of them. I don't know what's going on." It's like, is there anything that you can do? So he literally, after that call, he see he gets a message from a friend of his who had spoken to Richard, and he or on MySpace or some sort of form, and he literally said, "I've killed someone. I've killed people." So then Sectanic literally does an anonymous call to the police. He's like, you need to go and do a fucking wellness check and actually search the house because something isn't fucking right. Yeah, yeah. and not only that, like he recorded these videos of himself going, oh, I've done something stupid and all that. Yeah, so you need to go and check this. So then they do. They actually turn up. No one's there. Uh, Richard's fucked off. Well, he stole the car, eh? He stole yeah, he stole, he stole, he, stole, he stole Mark's car and his wallet. Yep. 
And then literally, this is the fun. Okay, here's even the funniest thing about it. That night, he steals the car. Probably after that last fucking check with the police. He crashes the car and he gets a fucking summons for not having a license. Well, they just let him go. Because it's night time, he's got a hoodie on, but he's got all the fucking blood and guts underneath and he smells ripe as fuck. It absolutely yep. stinks, yeah. So yep. the police turn up that, that morning. Rich is obviously gone. They fucking didn't realise it the night, but it, that was the fucking person that got su uh, summoned by them. And that's when they find everything. So now the police are discovering the bodies as Richard is being told, yeah, well, you got to pay a fine, you got summons, fuck off, by another copper. There's no, we spoke to him, wellness check. I think it's the same department. It's the same department. Same. It I, is I, the same. I think, I think it's, it's not a big area. It's the same department. They don't sit there and go, we've got a car crash here. But like, they know whose car it is. He says, it's my girlfriend's dad's car. Yes. They know, the police know whose car just got crashed because it's getting towed away. I and the pickup guy gives him a lift and he's sitting there going, this cunt stinks. He's down, yeah. he's down in the window. Smells like shit. He gets a taxi to um, Richmond International Airport. And the taxi driver has got all the fucking windows down because Richard stinks. That's yep. four days at least without fucking showering. And he has got fucking gore all over him. But he's got a hoodie on the top. So you're not going to see it. But you can fucking definitely smell it on the cunt. I mean, the thing is as well is like... I don't want to give them props because they were fucking shit officers. Shit officers. They didn't do anything. No, they're just fucking incompetent. Um, they, 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 it's laziness, right? Go and do a welfare check on his house. They see someone. Is this your house? No, I'm staying here. I'm a guest. Is everything okay? Yes, fine. Bye. Like, a welfare check should be, can we come in? Can we sit down? Yep. So, like, it's meant to be a check to make sure nothing... Check all the rooms just as a convenient... Just as a convenient... welfare check isn't going and make sure Richard's okay. No. The welfare check is go and make sure the family who live in that house is okay. Yeah. Yep. They yep. don't do any of that. No, and I mean, the, I, I, I don't want to give them props because the police are just, not not as evil, but I would say that they definitely they definitely could have done things a lot better. In fact, I reckon they could, probably could have saved the dad's life if they'd have done this properly. No, because there was no alert given at that no, point. No, well, they, they had phone calls. They had phone calls. Kathleen phoned Mark first before she phoned the police. It's only, it's only when she didn't hear back from Mark oh, did she start calling the police. Yeah, okay, yeah, never yeah. mind then. But still, I'd like to say that it might be that they didn't realise because the car that they had found crashed, or he'd been well, summoned he, he crashed for, it and he was there. Yeah, uh, was under the name of the dad. But they couldn't identify the body of this guy because he was so fucking caved. But they knew whose house that was. They knew who house it was. That's, that's the fucking... Like, there should have been a link there. The only thing they wouldn't have probably known, they would have known three out of the four. They would not have known who Mel they was. They wouldn't have known who Mel was. But they would have known that the three other ones... It's a small county. Yeah. It's, and he's like, he was a well-known pastor, so they knew what he... Yeah. Would, they, they would have been able to tell him True, yeah. without even seeing his face. Probably there would have been some sort of marks, and they would have known if it's his house. Because when it did come to identification of every single one, it had to go on dental records. Yeah, which is, which means, that, that means a lot. there was nothing left of their heads. Yeah, they would have known that Deborah that was Deborah's house. That Mark would have, uh, if they see a, a male that fits his description, because I've seen the photos. You know, he's an old boy in a way, grey yeah. hair and the glasses and stuff like that. But he was a stocky chap, so you would have known that was him. Deborah probably had like a certain physique. They were, and she was a professor loved by her students. They would have known who she was. Yeah, and then you can only accumulate that is. Well, there's the daughter, but who's this other girl? And who the fuck did this? But then they got, they can log the the mum. They're at this address. My daughter is at this. Like they knew. Yeah, they knew, yeah, well, they that, knew who yeah. should be in the fucking yes. house, and they don't. And then, yeah, they would, but they would have known that as well. The Wells would have known that Richard was staying there as well, yeah, and yeah. he's unaccounted for. So doesn't take a fucking genius to realise no, that, it does it? But then obviously they find him at the uh, the airport. The airport, yeah. Because he'd uh, gone there a day early because he couldn't afford to change his flights to, uh, that quickly. Yep. 
So he was uh, he, he was, was sleeping, sleeping baggage there, claim. Right? He was sleeping yeah. baggage claim, and then they fucking nicked him. They nicked him, but they nicked him. And it was because of the satanic call. Yeah, yeah. They, they nicked they it. They uh, they arrested him for first degree murder of Mark, grand larceny, and theft because he nicked Mark's wallet. So they had stuff to like. They had their charges to time and keeping there while mark, they yeah. tied everything else together. It's fucking crazy. Um, thank God he got life in prison. Four life sentences. Four life without sentences, the possibility yeah. of parole. The thing here that bothers me the most, right, is, and I'm sure you guys both saw it. And if you didn't, this would be a surprise to you. When the press ask him when they're leading him into court why he did the crime, so the footage that you can find out, they went, "Why did you do it? Why did you do it?" And he went. Jesus told me to do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You fucking knobhead. Like, yeah, smirking yeah, yeah. to himself. And now, in that point in time, you can't have any remorse for him. Nope. You can't say this is a kid who fucking jealous, snapped, let his anger take over. Because you could you could sit there and go, I'm a fucking idiot. But he went, I'm going to be the edgy little dickhead. Like, he chose he's going to be as edgy as fucking possible. It's he's going to be knob. an absolute knob. Because yeah. then, by all accounts, from cellmates, can't regret it. There's an interview with his with one of his cellmates. He spent a year with him. And what they would do is when people were on their last year before they get out of prison, the guards were putting him in prison with him because he's never getting out. Yeah. Right. So it's almost like a punishment. So you're going to have someone who for the next year is going to be, oh, I'm out in a year, like, excited. Yeah. And that's what they would That's what they would do to Richard. And fair play, fuck him. Yeah. Fuck him. If that's torturing him, that's torturing him. Yeah. And uh, the interview with his cellmate said, like, he would, he would say things to me like, you don't want to be in here for life. You, you, I'm in here for life. You don't want to be in here for life. But when you get out of here, don't fucking do your crimes again. Don't fucking keep... Like, just, just fucking get straight. I will never get out. I will never get out of here because of the shit I did. I will never get out. Yeah. And to me, it's almost... Did he learn his lesson in the end? Because no. he's telling him... He's telling this guy, look, don't... Don't, don't, don't fucking go... Don't do what I did. I was a fucking moron. And, and a part of me wonders, like, in the end, is that something good? Is he finally doing something good with his life they by telling that, these people, "Don't do what I've done"? They always say that criminal, like, like criminals like that, they find redemption and like that in their in in their solitude and their in their confinement. I mean, you know, he got the the, the annoying thing about this this case is because he took the plea, the plea bargain, which may, which basically meant he would spend the rest of his life in prison, but he wouldn't face the death penalty. Yeah, there'd be no trial. There'd be no, no yeah. investigation into it at all. So we don't know We don't know what the fuck happened leading up to the murders. We don't know what happened after them between... between. And he's still not talking. And I don't think he ever will, because he's got no reason no, he to. Never, he never will. He's it's got, not, he's it's got, not his benefit. It's not going to benefit Unless him. he has a fucking moment where he finds God and goes, I need to confess my sins. It's not going to happen. And maybe he will have that. Like, he has had somewhat of a change of heart and... Not even a change of heart. That's a long word to use. But the fact that when he's in prison, he is using his time in prison to tell people who have done petty crimes that have been in for a year for fifth. Stop fucking about. Stop fucking about. It It means he's at least attempting to... Redeem himself. Do something. But you can never you can never take back the dumb shit he done because he did it for the fucking not that not that murdering someone is ever a good idea. If someone rapes your kid and you murder them, fair play. Depends which state that's in. That, yeah, like, but that, in, you, my you mind, in my mind, in my mind, morally, morally, fair play. If someone is attacking you and you fend yourself off, and you fend them off and you kill them, fair play. In, in my mind, morally, it's yeah. okay, right? Yeah. If you're in a, a war situation, anything like that, like morally, I think. 
But they shoot him. In war, it's you or him. It's yeah. you or them, yeah. But this can't. Bludgeons three women to death in their fucking sleep. He hasn't even got the balls to try and fight them. And he probably would have overpowered them because they're women. They're girls, little girls. But he doesn't have the balls to. He goes in while they're sleeping, peacefully sleeping, and luckily they work. So they don't know it's coming. They never fucking have to realize the horror of watching knew, anyone they, else they get murdered. What, they never knew what happened. But just a, a cold-blooded, spineless little prick. Even with the dad back of the head, hiding in a little closet or whatever the fuck yeah. he was. Mm-hmm. He gives it the hard man. Our fucking his album he released. I kill people for real, which was before he done all this stuff. Yeah. And you know the Jesus made me smirking, giving it large. Like you, you, you can't give it large when you murdered bun- when you murdered a bunch of little girls in cold blood while they were a kip. There's nothing hard about that. There's nothing for you. You didn't fucking go tooth to tooth fucking with some psychopath and wasn't, fend them off. Wasn't fucking life or death. Yeah, was it? No. you're a fucking absolute pussy. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, as well, like the majority of you know artists that claim these things, right? They do it for a reason. It's art. This guy, this guy kills these people. Makes a has this album that says he kills people for real. What does he get out of it? Nothing. All he gets is that people can go. Actually, he did, and that's it. Who cares? He meant it, maybe. And that is a shit album. Yeah, uh, right. And I mean, the thing is, for me, is that with this guy, I don't think that he is redeemed. I don't think he's had this change. Is this guy our sick? (laughs) Oh shit, we can't do that anymore. This this guy may very well be sick, but I even think. I even think he's a poser. I even think like oh, the yeah. fucking I'm mentally ill. Oh, fucking I'm twisted. I'm sick. I mean, I even think that's bollocks. Yeah, I think he's a poser. He's absolutely completely sane. There's nothing Full wrong with him. him. Nothing wrong with him. Probably depressed now. He's in prison for the rest of his life. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because you think you go into prison at 21 for life? You, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, that's, that's everything. That's, that's all. Fucking, but that man lives to like fucking 90, which is quite possible in today's era. Even oh, in yeah. prison, that it's possible you can. <laughs> Yeah. Spending yeah. fucking seventy I mean, years in prison. He's thir- fucking... he's thirty three. He'll be thirty four in December. Yeah. So just look how fucking young that is. Mm. Like you've been in there for fucking like almost over t- over ten years. Yeah. You're never coming out. So there is a chance that now he is Scott's age, right? There is a chance that he regrets it. I don't think so. I I personally oh, I reckon he, does. I reckon he regrets I... it because he's a fucking idiot. I think he regrets that he's had the one thing that he had solace in taken away because he he used the internet to find his people. And because he no longer has that access, he's now saying this because he's got no other thing to do. Yeah, his, mo- his motive for telling people, don't do what I've done, could be because it's oh, the only I, miss way to get I, I miss what I used to do. If, if this motherfucker still had the internet, I promise you, I promise you from the bottom of my heart, he would still be trying to grab clout from it. Absolutely. I mean, that, well, there was no... a there was a rapper, and I do know his name, but I'm not going to say his name. No, no, no. There was a horrorcore rapper who released a song where he talks about going psycho Sam, and he n- names the girls bludgeon, bludgeon Mel, bludgeon Emma. Like he names it in his song. He, he 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 goes he goes satanic is a snitch, grassing up a real G, all this shit. I'm not going to name the cunt and I'm not going to name the song because this is a clout chasing prick yeah. and he doesn't deserve us mentioning the cunt's name and no, trying to... What was it? Um, what's her name? Resical. Resical? Resical. She yeah. will not mention... She, yeah. Yeah, she, she was asking an interview about it. It was like, oh, because of the style and what you guys talk about, will you be writing a song about this? And she went, no, these are my friends. They're my yeah. friends. These, no, these, these are my friends. Have it's some like fucking respect. Yeah. It's like, have some damn shit. I wouldn't fuck. I would never do that. Yeah. Uh, 
one other thing I want to point out. This motherfucker tried to make a suicide video. Did he? He did, yeah. So he admitted it. He did. He admitted it on his camera. Yeah, I, I've seen the whole thing. Where he confesses what he did and says, I am, I'm going to kill myself. I've done these horrible crimes. Was this, was this in the day? This is when he's in the house. With their bodies, and he and I think he sent it to someone because the person he spoke to as well. I think he sent them it. Is that the one that? Is that the one that might have informed Satanic that? Yeah, that, yeah, that the he, one that who said Satanic. He's, he's phoned me out. He's telling me he's murdered the fucking girls, and then Satanic's gone. Well, the, the mum's been on the fucking phone. Yeah. Jesus Christ, is he? He's done it. The cunt. Yeah. But even in their mind, they're like this. Like when that you hear Satanic and Rezekiel, they say that he couldn't have done it. Not that. Not this pasty yeah. little fucking nerd. He couldn't have done it. Yeah. It's one of these crimes that when you put it down to like motive, there isn't one. No. When when you put it down to like probability of this person becoming a killer, it's very low. Yeah. And 10% at best, maybe. It's easy with people like the grinder killer, Stephen Port. Once he drugged a few lads and had to go on a bit rapey, he got a taste for it. Yes. You know? That, that was his king. And he creeps up. It's, it's easy with Luca. Once he's killed pets, he's, that, he's building up. Because he's been doing it since he was a kid. He's a narcissist. He wants fame. He thinks murder will bring him fame. Randy was just fucked up. Yeah, and he worshipped people that had done a school shooting. Like, Harry didn't actually kill his wife. That's we, we might redo. We might go back to Harry Horse. We might actually look back. I said, at that's him. the only. That's the only one I've missed. Um, this motherfucker, essentially, in this video, um, he starts off saying, um, "Look, I've done the things I've done. I need to pay for my." crimes as it literally in those words he yeah. says i'm gonna i'm gonna pay for my crimes um i'm going out my own way and then he starts spouting off a load of artists that he shouts out yeah. literally shouts, yeah, yeah, yeah. he shouts out like oh God, he shouts out razakel he, he shouts out satanic he he shouts out everyone and then he says something like um he says something about he her says suicide well. records till the day i die Never forget the great things I've done. Serial killer records. Oh, sorry, serial killer records. And and then he he says, look, he points out he's got a belt on the fucking on the stairwell, like flimsy ass belt. Like this thing is not holding his weight, not a chance. And he's going, this is where I'm gonna do it. Uh, shout out this, shout out that. And I'm sat there going, this motherfucker didn't try and kill himself. This, no, it's this a pose. It's all it's all bollocks. It. He didn't have the balls to kill himself. At least if he had the he had the balls to kill them, but he didn't have the balls to kill himself because he had three fucking days to kill himself yep and he didn't do it i'm just curious about what the fuck he did for those three days oh for sure like i just can't fathom what the hell you would do but if he's so used to just stewing and sitting on his own in a room that's the thing he's just used to doing that. I, so like, so, like, like i said i reckon he just i reckon for the whole thing for the murders for everything he just had his fucking eye his headphones in he was just listening that's to horror call the yeah. whole time just drowning in the music what a fucking boring human being well he's a boring cunt though but like look, actually like when you look at the videos that are on youtube and stuff and he's trying to be edgy it's performative it, but it's not performative like uh someone who's a bit of a clown it's not convincing yeah, yeah it, it's performative if he's lying to himself yeah the whole his whole life is a lie to himself there are lots of people out there like him that's the worst part like when you actually think about how many people out there he's an npc yes yeah that's what he is he's an npc who ended up doing something that glitched you glitched out yeah the lowest level nobody ended up doing something infamous and that that's that's who he is and that's what his legacy is and like i saw a few interviews with people and i want to address this as well because uh we're at the end yeah and there's been some controversy about netflix jeffrey dahmer show okay 
Okay. And I know, I know, I know. Dom's old man is suing them. <laughs> and cool. when I was researching this, I watched some interviews with a couple of horrorcore artists. Going, they blame the music, they blame me, they blame this. It's nothing to fucking do with us. Uh, we're not trying to capitalize on it. And there was multiple artists. ICP put out statements saying, "Oh, fuck it. What the fuck? We we have nothing to do with nothing this. What the fuck it, are you yeah. talking about?" Right? Yeah. There, there is a, a a portion of society at the moment who think by talking about these subjects like we are today shining light on it we are we are capitalize on it we are glorified we're trying to get famous off yeah. it we are clout chasing from doing it there there's a portion like with dharma like the, the uproar from the woke community over that it's like if you never heard this fucking story before because i've known this since i was a fucking kid yeah what dharma did right i remember too, the cunts yeah. on the news like at the time the crimes happened, I remember seeing it. Even when I was a kid, always I would see fucking Myra Henley and Ian Brady's pictures oh, pop up on a TV, yeah. on, on the newspaper, Fred, Fred and Rose, all the time. Even way Suck after Cliff. they'd done it. Yeah, Sutcliffe, they'd always be there. I want people to understand that making a Netflix show about Jeffrey Dahmer, telling that story, telling what happened, doing a podcast like this where we discuss this fucking macabre shit, is not clout chasing. It's not... I want to be famous for I'm not fucking glorifying some fucking Bellin because we no. slagged him off. I've got nothing but fucking disdain. Like with this case as well, like them two girls, they, they fucking, they were nice kids fucking going to fucking alternative gigs, little goth chicks, fucking, they're my people. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's not, yeah. I've got nothing but love for them and what they were trying to do. This guy is a fucking knob yeah. and I'm openly admitting he's a knob. Every, every killer we've discussed, they're all dickheads. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But there's a portion of the community that wants to say that fucking true crime, and essentially we are majoritively now a true crime podcast, Yeah, that true crime is inherently bad because it is covering subjects that are evil. I think these people need to analyse themselves as to one, why they think that, and yeah. why they can't understand that people like us and other people out there, many, many, many true crime podcasts in the world, and and true crime entertainment as you want to call it yeah the reason we do this comes from a level of trying to understand why the fuck this shit happens that's the biggest part of it it's it's to scrutinize as well the, the, the parties in play right yeah. like why were the police so shit why this is exactly, yeah, yeah, it, exactly. Right? this is precisely why we go over it and we look at the details and we look at the facts and what we know and we can sit down and we can go this wasn't done well enough from a police no. side. This wasn't done well enough from a neighbor's side. So on, so yeah. on. It's not us just going, look, this guy, he murdered a load of people. We're going to focus all of our energy on him because you guys need to know about That's what a horrible human people, being. Literally, a lot of the podcasts I found this year, all they wanted to do was talk about the crime in it's general. They did, they, did, they did not want to talk about the people. Because yep. unfortunately, a lot of it's just gore porn, right? Yeah. It, it, and... We've never ever gone too into detail about the actual Fuck no, no. gore of it. It's, it's if Columbine, we kind of had to because well, there's no yeah, way that's, of that's, that was the yeah. Story. There's no way of going around with, with this. Well, you can't, with this, it's more case about the people involved. The, more the, the, people, the thing that interests me is why is this cunt gone? Why has he gone wrong? What happened to him? And I can't figure it out with this. No, one, I can't. Right? A lot no, of them we can. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't fit any. He doesn't fit any of the normal traits of a sociopath. No. Well, I mean, in, in certain aspects, Dolma didn't either. You know, it, 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 but there was a sexual side, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, Dharma got perversion to yes. Dharma, right? Whereas, yeah, yeah with, with Richard, he, he, it was like spontaneous, yeah. almost. Yeah, the first three anyway were spontaneous. I think the second one was 
desperation. Maybe a bit of desperation yeah. to keep it to keep it quiet a little if bit longer. The, if the dad found that and he didn't do something, he's caught. He's done. It's all over there yeah. and then. But at that point, he already knew it was going to happen. He couldn't stay there forever. Well, no, but that's why he ran. No, but the thing is, with the fucking American law system, if they had gone back to California, there's a good chance they wouldn't be able to catch him. Yeah, because he could he could literally just disappear. Because it's only because it's a federal it's, it's it's a federal case. Uh, no, not federal. So it's a state case, not a federal case. Yes. Mm. So if you got back to California, they would have had to technically indict him yeah. in California and move him. And then they'd have to get the FBI involved and all that. So yeah. there's there's a chance if he if, if he had been able to afford that flight to Cali that day and got back, we it, literally it would be literally classed as an unsolved. Well, they would have known who did it. But can't. But they would never have found. Well, they it. might have had five, ten years of litigation to try oh, fucking okay, find yeah. a cunt, and by that time he could have done himself away. He could be in a different country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get a fake, fa- get a fake passport, and get himself out of the country. Before, the, poli- before the police on this case, the police in this case got lucky, very, very lucky. But I just, I just wanted to, as we end it, make that fucking clear. The reason why, yeah, people like this stuff. It's not that I like murderers, right? It's not that I like. The fact that these poor fucking girls and mum and dad had been murdered. I, I, I wish they were still alive. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I can't remember. When I would have been happy if this cunt just hung himself and didn't take it we, out on anyone did, else. When we did yep. the Boogeyman episode, I can't remember if I classed Albert Fish as like my fa- one of my favourite serial killers. <laughs> and I don't I don't mean it in the fact that it's, I, yeah. it's, it's the fact he's, he's, his case is one that I it's just I found fascinating, fascinating yeah. beyond belief like how fucked up that was. It, the thing is, is like when you go through these cases... Coming from the lifestyles we all live, and like the thought process we, we have would on a never day do to it. die, yeah, we would exactly. never do this. We we I wouldn't imagine doing. No, it. no, we we wouldn't sit there and go, you know, oh, I've had a bad day. I'm gonna go fucking kill my dad or whatever, right? But like we're trying in our because because we don't understand that thought process. We're trying to break it down to a point of where anyone in their right mind could get to that point, and it, most of the time we can't. We can't. There's a couple cases that I've kind of gone, okay, I, I I can see where things have gone wrong and where it might get to that point. But it's like, the majority of this is like, I have no fucking clue where but, you're going but, with but this. But that's, that's what it is. But that's what I like doing it. Challenging myself to almost, not, not defend them, but challenging myself to figure out why Understand this cunt them. has done what he's yeah. done. That's, that's a challenge. And there's so many people out there. And it's trying to figure out if they can be redeemed. Yeah. Like, is it possible... For us to think to ourselves, he fucked up. He's but maybe when he's eighty he's fucking years old, and he's on his deathbed, maybe just maybe at that point he will say, he will spill the beans and go, I I I, I shouldn't even be alive today. This is all wrong. I should have fucking died. I, I wish my fucking car had crashed before I even met him. Do you know? Like there might be a point where he does it. But we we just don't know. We just don't know. Yeah, but the problem is when he, when he gets to that age. If he gets to that age. Well, you'll be older. I'll be the same age, and Tian will be literally not far behind. Yeah, true. but you look at like an Ian Brady, for example, went to the death, didn't give a fuck. Yep, yeah, didn't give a fuck. Didn't want to help. Could have helped. Could Fucking have said, loved it. That, he was fuck. a lost cause. Horrible yeah. cunt. Moira as well. Same, same with the uh, same with same with John Wayne Gacy on his fucking final moments. He was still being a prick. Hmm. Didn't give a. Fuck. Didn't give a fuck. Got any final words, Mister Gacy? He just goes. Kiss my ass. Uh, irredeemable. Yeah, the the weird. It's the first time we've been able to have the opportunity to talk about it. Mm. Um, the the um, outcry and uproar over fucking that Dharma TV show. I've never seen anything like it from a horror true crime. They didn't do show. it about Bundys. No, nope. A part of me wonders because his crimes were gay. Yeah, interested I, no, I, the. 
I think community. that's exactly what it is. The interest that, it, of the woke if community. Ne- if Netflix hadn't tagged LBD, uh, LB, well, you know, the plus, L- plus whatever, HDTV. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, LSD, fucking, you know. Yeah, you know, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, L, E, D, you know, all that sort of pans. Yeah, if, you know, if, if that tag hadn't actually been put in it, I reckon it wouldn't have even, it's because they put that tag, it drew the attention of the fucking woke community to just But it go, is a gay story. And a lot of that TV, a lot of that, a lot of that show is about the fucking victims. Yep. It's about them. But a lot of these people have joined, I've jumped on the bandwagon, they've seen the trailer or they've read fucking articles that some fucking twat has put up. Yeah, because then they went after they've... Katy Perry and they went after Kesha for... Lyrics that reference fucking Jeff Dahmer, and it's like that's just well, this is it. The like at the driving of an entire song dedicated to him. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, it's that's always going to be the case. That people, people like that, are always going to look for something to fucking bitch about. Even, even if it's not true crime, if it's like, it's, I mean, video trying... games went through it, music has gone mm. through it. But I think it's because this this fucking whole woke agenda of equality with trans and gays and all this sort of stuff. It's it's people are still fucking up in arms and they think it damages it yeah. by glorifying a a homosexual killer many of them are unfortunately yes but, right. but this is the thing it stands against the message people are getting pissed about it because it kind of puts it back or whatever or it, da- it, da- thing it damages the reputation equality would mean warts and all mate yeah, yeah. you have to understand yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but have we not learned anything over the past couple of years where people literally there's this generation that's going around where they want to delete history so dumb. Like I mean, fucking tearing per- tearing down statues in Bristol of a guy who basically almost helped establish the city for what it is, but because he owns slaves, he's automatically the bad guy. We've all seen the movies where it's like God or someone, they've got scales. Like, does the good outweigh the bad? To me, the good someone does yeah. outweighs the bad, depending on what the bad is. The, th- the thing that baffles me is, like, people... <sighs> People get hung up on the bad so much nowadays. It doesn't matter how much good you do. It's like it's like when you if you look at it in certain terms of the, like your job, yeah. Mm. It doesn't matter how good you are at your job. The one time you do something wrong, they that remember people that. always remember the bad or the shit the things you get wrong. Yeah. People will always demonize you for the things you get wrong, forgetting that you did so much fucking good. But but with the way social media has gone, and, and you know, and we look at the stuff going on with Elon and Twitter at the moment. He sucked half his staff, didn't he? He sacked the people that didn't need fucking jobs. He sacked the human rights department of Twitter. Why does Twitter have a human rights department? To make sure that you get banned if you say the wrong thing. Naughty, naughty. What's the newest thing with them, isn't it? They've got, like, the people on Twitter have to pay for verification now. If you want to be verified, it's going to be $8 a month, right? <laughs> most oh, like Elon. Most, I love Elon. But funny, that's most, yeah, most of those people that need verifying have got the fucking money. They can oh, afford easily, it. Not easily. only that, right? They're already paying four ninety nine. All the verified people pay four ninety nine for for Twitter Blue, which gives you all the analytics and marketing tools. Okay. Yeah, so they're already paying four ninety nine for Twitter Blue. Most of them. Don't even run the accounts themselves. They've got someone they're paying a wage wait, to that, run the account. Wait, does that mean I could pay eight bucks a month and be verified on Twitter? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm fucking nobody. Yeah. You could be verified. That's amazing. I'm gonna and then that. you could have all the fucking tools to interact and build oh, communities. Man, I'd, and I'd, I'd get I'd verified pay on for Twitter it. for a couple of months mate, just for fucking shit. This is funny, isn't it? Hilarious. It's, it's, mate, the amount of people that I can imagine would make a fake account and then get it verified. That'd be so yeah, fucking Yeah, calling himself funny. Big Chungus. <laughs> Just Big Chungus mega titties is verified. You've got fucking Katy Perry robot engineer verified. <laughs> He's just saying, oh yeah. shit. 
Oh Ugh. man, such a fucking uh, people complain but, about everything. Yeah, well, a certain type of person. There's a certain type of person, but the way that is with celebrities, like the the respect level of mine for Stephen King, upon reading his fucking tweets, mm. as lowered. This cunt just says the dumbest fucking things online. It's like you could sort out world hunger. You, so could you, Stephen, for fuck's sake. Let's be real. Like, I'm not going to fucking tell you how to use it. Just got a BlackRock. They, right. can, they, can, they can give you the money. They got, they got like fucking nine trillion in assets. Yeah, exactly. The money that charities give out don't even end up in the communities. Nope. Half of it don't even end up in the country. The nope. charities just keep hold of it to keep yep. themselves going to pay for their admin costs and all this bullshit. The government handouts the countries. They rarely see it because their government takes it. Yeah. So, well, it's just corrupt. It's corrupt as fuck. We, we legitimately have an interest in these topics because from like a psychological standpoint, we, this is what we want to talk about. We used to talk about video games. That discourse is just dry. Oh, mate. And, and video it, game it's is... fucking annoying. I mean, we might do an end of year. We'll do it. We'll, we'll do we'll, end of year. We'll always do end of year. That. We're always going to do end of year. It might not be called game end of year, but it will be end of the year for yeah. sure. And we'll talk about whatever the fuck we want from the year. Yeah. In, including the games we play and what we like the most and yeah. music or whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. The end of the year is never going anywhere. And it, it's just a weird way of uh, of the discourse going. And I just wanted to get off my chest at the end. So you got any final thoughts on Richard before we uh, put an end to uh, this one? I hope he fucking rots. And you know what? He's irredeemable. He is rotting. And I can't wait to see the man on the news eventually saying that he's passed away. I'm shocked no one shanked him. He might be in isolation. Or he, he might, he might he probably be, he be protected. That's but he, he'd that like that. Murderers of women on, on well, in prison don't... Debatably don't, a child murderer, to be honest. That doesn't go down well in prison. No, it fucking doesn't. That, and I, you know what? I, I hope it has a Dharma ending where the motherfucker dies. And, and the idea that they that the last six months of someone's prison sentence, they stick him in the jail cell with him so he sees someone excited to leave and get out. Yeah, That is purgatory to this cunt. Because he's got maybe another 40, 50 years yep. before he snuffs it. Maybe more. Well, it could be more. It doesn't well, matter. It depends how long you live, eh? Depends what motherfucker and every, ends up in the and, cell with him. Yeah, and every six months he has to watch someone get happy and talk about their family and how they're going home and and get out of there. And while he's been in there since he was 21. Well deserved. So that's the end. Now, I guess we should do what every podcast does, what we've never done. Let's talk about, we do have a Patreon. Yeah, we do. I'll, I'll put I'll put please up. please like subscribe and follow do Whatever all that shit leave now. us a fucking review if you're listening to us on Apple then please give give, rate, us, rate five us, stars. Rate, give us five star rate and a review stars. and, and I'll tell you what when we do the next Q and A we will read some of those comments out on Spotify you can now you can now give stars so please give us a five star review on Spotify that helps us grow and reach more people it does it helps <laughs> us grow it helps my dick grow and my <laughs> ego grow. <laughs> Don't forget about the OnlyFans, Sam. Come on, eh? Um, uh, yeah, but make sure you are still fully subbed up yep. after the name change and you haven't gone, what the fuck is this? Yeah, and you are still there. Yeah, it is, it is a big guys, change. Like, what the fuck is anti-content podcast? Yeah. yeah. Just remember, it's literally, it's exactly the same podcast that you've been listening to for the past, like, two, three years yeah. as we slowly branched from video games into what we're doing now. Which is something we're more but we, we just We've just decided to change the name because... It doesn't make having the name that we did doesn't make sense anymore. It doesn't reflect no. what we do. It not doesn't really. bring in viewers. I'm not saying anti content does, but if someone's like, anti content, oh, what's that? Are oh, we talking about? Kid- oh, okay. Like it, it makes more sense. It's this guy's sick. What's that mean? 
Well, it's a video game reference. Why, you know, why logic's that, not yeah. there. Log- I mean, I listen, listen, one of the podcasts I listened to for, for research on this was literally just called Why. <laughs> why like, is a very interesting one. I was like, Kat. Yeah, true. But no, thanks for listening to this one. Um, check out all our other shit. Yes, uh, please. Yeah, keep listening. But no, thanks for listening to this one. And Cheers. peace. Bye. Bye.